ding, 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 ding. What's your favorite moped sound? <laughs> when you shit at a rally on your moped. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Is it because your flywheel's broken? <laughs> I can't remember all the other lines in the thing anymore. <laughs> I've heard them so many times. That's all because we don't listen to the actual show. I still do occasionally. Yeah, once in a while. Burn! Uh, Rain! Ding, 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 my moped really fast! Uh, I think I just got hurt! Uh. How's, what's the fastest you've ever been on a Tomos? 43? <laughs> 67! Full O position! Full O position! <laughs> okay, so that is not our new intro music, but it is a free sample that comes on the new Road Rod. Caster, Roadcaster Pro that we have in the studio. If you've seen the pictures on Instagram, um, it's we got R Zero D E Caster. Yeah, the Roadcaster Pro. Man, we got a new piece of equipment for the podcast, and it's our own little pretty mixer with sound pads, and it's got colors. We should turn the lights off and let this thing just glow. Ooh, we should get like some like under light LEDs for the table. And like maybe some like mood lighting in here, no. and we can just turn it down. Yeah, real maybe that. low. It has some nice mood lighting. Ooh, maybe like a strobe in the corner. That'd be weird. What do you think, Ashley? Which one? Oh wait, that's not Ashley's laugh track. That's this weird sample laugh track. <laughs> Listen to me, she fucking laughs, dude. Here it is. It is it. The thing came with all these like really cheesy like samples like already built in, but like we'll take them stuff you'd never really use. Actually, you might use some of them, I guess. Oh, got like him. Good joke. We must say a joke, Thomas. I don't know any good jokes. Oh, is that a keeper? That's you guys exactly. let us know. Should we? Because I don't know any good jokes. Should we keep the cheesy drum set for uh things? Dude, welcome to Muppet Money Podcast. I forgot to even say that. Episode ten. I don't even know where we're at anymore. It's, we've just done so many, it doesn't matter, right? No, I really have no we're idea. Gonna where we're gonna be here another at. week. Um, so thirty six. I normally load the thing on the computer and then I see it, but since I'm not using a computer right now, it's kind of tricky. I think we're at forty three, or last week was forty three. Maybe this is forty four. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. Flex your pecs. The candy lid. The oh, your candy, candy ass. Whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. Dwayne the motherfucking rock Johnson. Lay the smack down on your candy moped. <laughs> on your bunch of jabroni motherfuckers. <laughs> on your candy moped. Fucking bad of us. Get out of here. <laughs> Oh, uh, Ryan hit me up earlier. I was camping, went to the beach. Oh, Jason's getting wild. Oh, yeah, liqueur, crack a cold one. I never posted it up on the group chat. Apparently, he found a rogue bat of us out in the wild and scooped oh, it up. I saw that today. I went by Ryan's garage, like, yeah. randomly, and it was a thrashed-ass bat of us. What the fuck? Just, it was just chilling in the hood, like, in the middle of nowhere, just sitting there, like, and Ryan scooped it up, like... Is this something like from the old Shred Shed days or from the... I don't know, man. You know, the hood lot we used to hang out at Paul's place? <laughs> yeah, it's just some shitty black batibus, man. Nothing special. Like, Sal was there working on a chow. And, uh... A what? A chow. What's he doing working on chow? Working on a moped, man. Like, apparently the, the tank had, like, a like a like one of those, like, you know, cracks. You know, with the tank... 
I don't know if they're Chalice Braised or Brazzed or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they're Braised. Yeah, so I had one of those little cracks and it was like leaking. I was like, yeah. What color? That sucks. Oh, it's like blue. It's like a dark blue color. Is, your old, is the one you sold? No, the one I sold went to Upjet. Upjet. I think they're going to turn it into an electric scooter. Because I sold for, a couple of Blue Chals. But I can't remember if I ever actually welded one of them, you know, like to fix it up or not. You like that? I got this mixer over here, dude. I just turned you up a little bit. Turn up. Ooh. Might have to turn me down. <laughs> dude, um, mopeds. So Working this on is, a chow. This is kind of what uh, this podcast is about, if you don't know. I feel like you'd have to know from the title. Like, we, we crack cold beverages. And, and vape. And vape lords. And then we kind of occasionally talk about mopeds and... How we're doing and what this community's doing and the scene and I like the scene when you're on Craigslist and you're hunting for the new score and you're trolling and you find something that's Ooh. like just barely close enough but not quite advertised properly. Yeah. And apparently the bike I picked up is a one year only, extremely rare, only made by JC Penny <laughs> Pinto. Is Eight eight hundred dollars. Was that the ad? Yep. Wow. Rare Dude. as fuck. Did you uh, tell him it wasn't that rare? It's not a 72 either. <laughs> it's like, it's 72, man. Look it up. They only made it one year. This thing's worth $2,800 if it's fixed up. <laughs> Is that uh, what the ad said? No, nah, like in text or whatever. I love idiots. I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Is that mean? Is that rude to call someone an idiot? Like, because they, uh, they're not an idiot. They're just, they're just not well-informed. No, it's like... It's when not knowledgeable about what they have. This ain't fucking American moped pickers, you know? Like, <laughs> we don't have the, the Midas touch with mopeds exactly. Like, I don't give a... Well, and I'm not saying there's some out there that are worth stupid money. Yeah, there's definitely some stupid... I'd pay a lot for certain mopeds. There is a... Man, what is it? I think there's like a Ducati or a Moto Guzzi like moped online. And it's listed for crazy money, right? It's like... $5,000 range or something, but it might really be like one of those mopeds that's like war era. They didn't make that many of them. They're hard to find and it could be valuable, but to the right person. That's 1978 Puke Pinto is just not a $2,800 bike. No. Even not, in California. Yeah, not in California. I don't, I don't think in New York. Like Not running, bone stock, missing a pedal arm, yeah. no carburetor. I think they're getting what, like fifteen hundred in New York for like Magnums. Tank is fuckulated. It looks pretty on the outside. Yeah, tank looks okay in a picture. Yeah, in a picture it looks a lot, like a nice. Kind of like my first man. girlfriend. Um, she looked good in a picture. She or looked, she, she looked good from the outside. She looked good in a picture and from the outside. <laughs> but in the inside, she was a demon. <laughs> and if you got real close, she didn't look like her picture. <laughs> Oh, you ever been catfish on a moped? Like you, mm. like you, you look on Craigslist and they got all these pictures. The pictures are gorgeous, and you're like, "Ooh!" And you show up, and it's like, "Hey, this is not the same bike." Yeah, <laughs> basically the other day that happened to me when I bought Chase's mopeds. Oh, Chase, he's selling his bikes. Oh, those Tomos. Series. I got catfished hard on that. Damn. I mean, he's all right. So old school picture. I paid six hundred bucks for the bikes. Repair for two. For three bikes, one completely useless Honda. That's not bad. You know, it's useless to me. I, I sold that for 100 bucks. I, I paid 100 bucks for it. Just got rid of it. 
So now I got two Tomoses not running. Both motors are pretty fucked. All nothing about this shit looks good. Damn. You saw the picture of the chain link. Yeah, yeah. That kind of welded that, together. That kind of activity all over the place. That reminds me of like when we first started this podcast and we had all these grandiose like ideas that we were gonna like do our own like moped fail like uh like hashtag. This is a total moped fail, guys. If you every week. if you don't have a fucking master link, don't weld this shit. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't use it worked a I, chain breaker. It worked. I've never used a chain breaker to take a moped chain apart. I always like if I'm like cutting a chain or making a chain. I don't mind cutting it. I cut it with an angle grinder. So I'm like, if you do, you also use an angle grinder to put it back together. No, no you I'm, put a fucking master link. Yeah, in I it. put a master link in it. But I'm saying. If you don't have a master link and you, I wouldn't do this, but I'm saying, I get a red it. tie. Like, uh, I wouldn't do that either, but I'm saying, like, he welded together so he knows it's not going anywhere. It's I not, don't know. It's not going anywhere. I saw, the, like, I saw that weld. <laughs> and, if the, and if the chain's like trash enough, like, it's the chain's so thrash that you need to replace it, you just cut it off and put on a new one. And least well, you know, the thing about chains is they're hard, they're hard to find and they're really expensive. <laughs> So hold on. Ooh, look at that. We got like samples. It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, stop laughing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, I have toys in front of me. I can't help but like push buttons for no reason. Yeah, so I pulled those bikes apart because I had some downtime. We pulled one top end off and it's like case match to what looks like a Polini at one time and then maybe somebody stuck a Gila on it at one time but it had a stock A55 top end with a Pook E50 piston in it so they're just like dumping in there with no I, uh, I don't know I, he, I don't know if it ever ran it would run yeah but still not the right decking and shit for the piston it, it's not quite right you know maybe it's right I don't know I don't know how it, but it, it's not the right part it's just bullshit you know yeah. Like what the fuck is all of this? Yeah. So I open it up and like it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. There's no way the stock cylinder is just like wobbling around in that, you know, mm-hmm. bored out for a metric kit, and then you've got uh, a slither of case around, you know, to seal everything up. Ugh. Shitty. So that's why you were asking for cases the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Fuckery. Well, that's the thing, man. Sometimes like uh, you go to buy a little moped and you. Oh, it doesn't stop there. Let me interrupt you. Go for it. How do you feel about a 15 millimeter exhaust bolt? Um, How many times you get to drill and tap until you get to 15 mil? Go big and go home, right? I started at six. I went to seven. And I didn't. I didn't have eight or nine, so I jumped straight to ten. So if you can't find a 15 millimeter bolt that fits, you just put a really big ass bolt, 15 mil, and then a much larger nut as a spacer. Just, just, just fuck, crazy. Just fucker. Well, you gotta get it, man. You gotta, at every corner. You gotta take it back and remember the like, um, Chase Chance comes from like. I don't think this was Chance doings. All I'm saying, man, it could have been because he came. I don't. I don't know. I've never. I haven't seen any of his running bikes or bikes that he's worked on in a while. But I do know that he comes from early days of like mopeding in Richmond, like early 2000s like 2000 2002 where they were buying you know so many bikes for like 300 bucks and there wasn't a treat land 
and they were just like whatever kind of fuckery they could think of to fix these bikes. They were making just making shit happen out of the world, you know, out in the wilderness. I mean, I sold them this kit. It was perfect, brand new out of the box. How do you go from that to a fifteen fucking millimeter bolt for an exhaust stud? I don't know. I actually have. Not one. only that, the exhaust wasn't tight. Still, <laughs> that's even better. I actually have a, a Honda uh, cylinder in the garage. Actually, it's not here. It's in my other garage, but it's in the garage. Baller. I was like building this stupid DR kit, and I and I got the forty dollar kit from from Zach at like some rally, small rally or something. And like he's like, yeah, man, the fucking exhaust bolt's fucked up. You gotta like tap it or whatever. And I was like, I was like, wasn't thinking about that. I put it on the bike, and I was like, after I got it all put together and the motor put together, I put it in subframe. I was like, ooh, I probably should have like tapped that bolt and stuff beforehand. Oh man, <laughs> then you're underneath that motherfucker with a drill trying to get it straight lined up. Yeah, I'm really annoyed. I'm gonna just take it off again when and, I and when it's I move it it's here. such good money if you've got you know I don't know was it. Seven dollars in your pocket or fifteen bucks. That fucking little punch guy. Have you seen that one I've got where you just push it and it like oh yeah center yeah. punches for mm-hmm. you, man to start that drill bit because otherwise you can have that fucker walking all over the place for you to drill it out. <laughs> and I've got reverse drill bits which are tight. Well, it doesn't have a stud broken off inside. It just needs to get like wallowed out and fucking you know tap for a bigger size. Back to my sweet ass Pinto. Back to the Pinto. Go back to the. Yeah, this was one of those little... Hold on, let me shoddy. Let me whisper in the ear. Let me tell you shot something that you like to hear. Hey, I got a shoddy. What's that song? Wait till you see my... Wait till you see my... Goddamn. God, we're idiots. I don't know why I just did that. God. Yeah, I don't know. But the, the Pinto... The Pinto is good, but this guy is a total moron. Lost good God, yo. Lost all the parts. What are they good for? Man, fuck. Absolutely. Will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Let me get to my Pinto story and finish it so I'm done with this. I'm sorry, I'm man. so sick of this Pinto already. I'm in a weird mood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I paid three fifty for it. Beat him up another 50 bucks. He told me... He wanted, he wanted eight. You I got, got him down to four. Went there and I was like, ah, the tank's fucked. He's like, lowest I'm going to take is four. And I was like... Bye. Ah, man, I don't know. I tried to get it for three, but he was like, three fifty. I was like, all right, cool. Okay. And then I bought it, brought it home. It looks good. It's clean. Yeah, three fifty for a nice looking Pinto. Yeah, that's good. What's the next step? I'm thinking we. Do you, you got your video. You got your GoPro. I think we should do a little Ooh. video of us getting this bike started with zero actual tools, and let's just go buy the tools and fix the bike. Okay, that could be fun. Like simple shit. Like let's. How simple can we fix this bike? Like a beer can with some gas in it for a race tank. You know, like. Put together a carb real quick, put it on there, and let's see what it takes to get it going. That could be a fun weekend. Because I think it'll pretty much run. Yeah. So it ought to be kind of fun. Like, hey, I bought this piece of shit. It looks good. It ought to run. It looks like it's never been fucked with for the most part. How easy is it for you to just go to the local 7-Eleven and buy some shit, you know, a multi-tool, basically, and fix this moped? Yeah. Do you have something to clean the points? With my dick. I'm the first one tonight. We didn't say it at all last week. I was so proud. I know. I, I refrained, but I couldn't refrain tonight. On purpose. <laughs> and this would be a perfect time since Ashley's not here to have our Ashley sample. Thomas Matthew. Yeah, she That would have been great. I would have like, Thomas Matthew. That would be fun. But well, she knows I'm lying. 
Because there's no way my dick is going to fit between them points. <laughs> I'm like, small doesn't clean with some points. It's kind of like a diss on yourself, <laughs> you know? It's like, damn, those points are wallowed out, man. Like, no wonder this bike doesn't start. <laughs> Yo, let me hit that 15 millimeter exhaust hole, bro. <laughs> No, that's shitty. You don't want to hang out with us in real life, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that you even have to listen to this is just horrible. Ah, whatever, dude. This is fucking no, good no, radio. It's cool. We're having a good time. I'm, I love it. I yeah. listen to this all the time. This is a great week. Um, I, I did nothing moped related this week, but I did. Where's your clap track? This one? Your, I don't know. Your clap track? I don't remember, man. Yeah. That's that's good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I did nothing moped related this week, but I did dig a giant trench, and I used it. I did it with the help of people from my moped community. So Why did you exciting. dig a trench again? Is it because you bought a house? Yeah, be a homeowner, they say. Mm. Buy a house, they say. Get married, they say. Have a baby, they yeah. say. All these things that they want you to do in society to grow up and be normal, they're all fucked, dude. I'm trying to like go live on an island and like ride my moped and jerk off whenever I want. Like, wait, be Brad. <laughs> but, but yeah. You ever heard Brad's jerk off stories? God, we got to bring him in here and just have an off topic oh, episode man. where he just, like, where we just, we just get it out. Instead of saying the D word accidentally in multiple episodes, we're just going to, like, go hard on it one day and tell no, nothing not. about dick stories. Oh, got a package? What? You can. Oh. What'd you, what'd you find? Get out of here. I'm so excited. This is not something to do right now. <laughs> I know. Hi. Welcome to Moped Money Podcast. Uh, the most professional podcast <laughs> in the history of podcasts. Zach's pretty sad we're not going to Atlanta. I don't care. I wish I could go to Atlanta. I wish I could go to every rally ever. You can't but even you go can't. to, you can't you go to Gettysburg. And, you gotta pick and choose. You're not even going to Gettysburg. Oh, is Gettysburg the stupid? Same weekend as your um, uh, baby shower thing Baby shower. And who brings a bunch of dudes to a baby shower? What a kick in the dick, dude. What kind of a fucked up family do you live in? <laughs> well, we're being supportive, you know, when everyone shows up to the baby shower. So it's going to be cool. Anyway, dug a big hole, did a trench. Did you waterproof the sides of it at all? Yeah, I did a uh, tar. Yeah. Like roofing tar around the uh, where the foundation meets the footer. And I did uh, a... I didn't know how you were able to do that or like what's the process yeah. to actually waterproofing it. We dug a hole all the way down below the foundation, like where the foundation meets the, the, the floor. Now, did you feather it after you tarred it? Um, I used... A Say, I just said tarted. Mason, uh, I don't know, man, roofing brush or some shit, like this giant ass like paintbrush to paint it on there. And I did like crack filler, like concrete crack filler for like liquid liquid concrete. For like cracks that were in the concrete. I think, it, I think has it rained since you dug the trench? I have not, but I did turn the water hose on and just put it inside of the downspout spot and just let it flow for like twenty minutes. And it was like the water dissipates so well in the new piping that it didn't even make it to my outlet. Nice. So I'm like, I think I'm gonna be good. Yeah. But I did that so that I can potentially play mopeds in my actual garage that I have. Without swimming trunks. Yeah, without the pool and flip-flops. So hopefully, now that that's done, I can actually start like really getting back to mopeds. I have a repair job for a Tomos. Um, it needs a new kit. My buddy seized it. And he, wants, he needs new brakes. His brakes are shot. 
and I'm going to do like the basic Tevo shit, you know. Have you seen any uh, activity in your cameras back there? Ooh, the backyard cameras are doing pretty good. No activity. Um, you know, it picks up when I walk back there by accident and don't turn it on or off. Um, I got that blue Tomos that I got last week. Yeah, that thing is sick. $75. It's pretty clean. I really want to just like throw gas in it and like... Let's do the video, spit man. Spit on the spark plug, you know? Like fucking see if it just starts. If, if GoPro I, ever sends me my fucking camera, dude. dude. Right? GoPro is funny. I told you that backorder shit. It's been like a month. Yeah. Maybe more. They just like... Sell products without uh, having the products made. I emailed them. I was like, can I get a refund? <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have it in store anymore. Like, like, can you send me my money back and I just go buy it at Best Buy? Yeah. Like, it'll probably be in stock. <laughs> Dude, um, what is it? The, um... You know, Sony PlayStation doesn't do this. They put out a fucking <laughs> Sony. They want to fucking get everybody's money and give them a product. Yeah. You know? Dude, I should I, do this with mopeds. You just put a moped for sale and just not actually have it yet. Just sell it. That'd be tight. See if it works. That. Uh, that's what. That's what I do when I call uh, when I take a deposit for a bike. I'm like, oh yeah, well this bike's almost done. You can give me like 150 bucks and I'll hold it for you, and like it'll be yours when I finish it. I like doing that sometimes. That way it's like it's pre-sold, so it gives me more incentive to like to finish that bike. I always try to like put the bike on there as is and push it to like ready to build it. However you want it, this is the price where it sits. Yeah. If you but want, if you it want faster, like you want this, that. If you want to ride it, pony up, motherfucker. You want, you want some, some rainbow work. fucking magic? Like, dude, I think that blue tone is gonna fucking start. Literally, the uh the kill switch where the little switch goes, the run on off button. Can switch. we pause the show, record it? And then put it in and go out there and fuck with it? Nah. Oh, and it'd be like a time lapse? It's uh, an idea. Yeah, but that's more in depth than I'm trying to do tonight, dude. I've been digging stuff in the dirt for two days. All right, well. Uh, I'm trying to take a nap. Oh, fuck it. Let's move along. Let's get to Alex. Okay. Anyway, that fucker is, doesn't, the, the switch for the run and off is broken. And I think that's probably the only thing that's wrong with the dude's bike. Well, it's blue to hot. Black is your kill switch, and yellow is your lights yeah, on the bike. Yeah, but Team Rando doesn't know that stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying. So I don't like, know if you know that. Yeah, I know. He was like, his switch is broken. But for I know, but for these guys out here in the moped world, I guess you should give them the information. Old Tomos. You know, let them know the wiring schematics for a Tomos. Is it the Iskra, Iskra ignition, or however the fuck you pronounce it? A lot of Minarellis happen too, but the old Tomos shit is blue goes to... Maybe I'm wrong. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, blue should go to your ignition. Black is your kill switch, and then yellow—you know—yellow is yeah. always lights for the most part. Yeah, just a couple, just a couple of wires. And if you fuck up, just reverse it. And whatever we say is church here. <laughs> so if you go out there and we tell you lead you astray, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Guess what? The joke's on you, dummy. You listen to the podcast. <laughs> you think we're professionals here, God? When, this isn't Ed's moped shop, dude. This isn't moped in Chicago. This isn't second stroke. What do you Phone in repairs. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we have a guest today, and his name's Alex. He's in the Cranks, which is a pretty old moped club from Moped Army. They are an official club, and they do cool shit. They've been doing cool shit for a long time, so we're going to call Alex, and we're going to get into it. Um, On a side note... Hopefully we'll talk about this with him. 
Moped Army. Ooh. I'm sorry. Like, it's not like popping a bottle, but you're popping a granola. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. See, the thing is, I have this master fader over here, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> if I need to, I can just turn you the fuck off. Fucking dude. asshole. <laughs> oh, I have a mute button, too. I can just mute your ass. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um... But yeah, Moped Army is currently, I've talked about it. I wanted you new clubs to be ready. I'm fucking, I'm tired of shouting out new clubs, but I do it, I do it, you know, you guys are out there, you know who the fuck you are. If you listen to this podcast and you are a new Moped Club, the time's come, man. Uh, we're accepting new branch applications for Moped Army. You have until September 30th to get them in, so go to MopedArmy.com and... Start the process, man. Rebels are re... re uh, maybe down? not. What? I know. Last week you said it was down. Dude, I talked I'm, to Jax and I'm I talked down, to Alexis and they were both down when I talked to him last week. You talked to a prospect and the prospect's down? Yeah, of course he's down. He should be down to do more work. <laughs> <laughs> he rode his moped. He was out there riding on moped Monday. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, I had band practice. Oh, uh, yeah, because Lowbird's got a show coming up. Yeah, in like a month, but we hadn't practiced in a month, and like it was the only day it was available. Rusty. No, dude, we were on time. How were you? Yeah, we was, I was dialed in. They were dialed in. That's crazy. Fucking, they were killing it. It was good. I know when I was in bands, we didn't practice for a month, dude. It was a shit show. Next time we get together. Yeah, but they're good. This fuckers, are, <laughs> these guys are fucking good. I'm the one that has to keep up. These guys are really good. That's tight. Um, but yeah, dude, fucking new brands applications are open. So if you are in a club. Which a lot of you guys are, and you have not applied to Muppet Army before. Let's do it, man. Let's get some new clubs in. I want to see this thing kind of become cool, maybe. Yeah, the newest argument I saw was like, hey, we went in, we did our thing, we didn't agree. The things that we didn't agree with hadn't changed. Why would we reapply? But I'm just like, can't change shit from the outside, bro. Yeah, probably can't change shit from the inside either, but at least we can. We can. I don't know. Swing for the fences. Vote no on every club that applies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happened one year. I think there was like a like a like a chant going around in Mopar Army like this year no new clubs, yada yada, no new clubs. I'm like, fuck it. This year, all new clubs. I'm voting yes on everybody. Even the spoof clubs. You made it up and you're not a real club, but I've seen you and, and you had a t shirt or something on it with your club name, you're in. Okay, cool. Fuck it. Let's call Automatic Alex. in. Let's call Alex. Let's do this. Let's try to turn the phone back up. Oh, yeah. So you guys don't know. This uh, this shit's going Bluetooth this time. Ooh. And all we have to do is talk into our microphones. Hello. Yo, Alex. What's up, man? What up? Doesn't this sound good? Isn't this, like, crispy? Is it? Oh, Can dude. you hear me good? Oh, I hear you. Perfect. We got this new cool. setup where we can, like... Where the call goes through Bluetooth. Hey, Alex. And, and all I have to do is talk into our... All we have to do now is talk into our microphones, and they work, and you hear us. And there's no, like, Word. yelling or being, like... Before, we had to, like, spin the phone around when somebody wanted to talk and, like, talk at the phone. Yeah, it was awkward. But now... It's you do just... it over... It's, like, speakerphone, kind of. That's what it sounds to. like from my end. Oh, does it? No, it's because we have like isolator mics on. So when I talk, it opens my mic up. But when I stop talking, it closes it off. So it's like in and out. Yeah, we got compressors. Oh, Weird fancy. shit, right? Oh, we so fancy. So what's up, man? This is this is Alex. 
from the cranks, and he's one of the homies who's been around forever. When'd you when'd you get into mopeds, Alex? Um, you know, honestly, I've kind of been into mopeds like as long as I can remember. Which was um, probably last week. Old, right, old guy. <laughs> honestly, yeah, like my memory fucking sucks. But uh, yeah, like as a little kid. My grandma had a moped. She she was the original owner of a 78 Pinto. And so whenever we would go over to her house, uh, we would just, like, fuck around in her garage. And uh, that's where the Pinto was. And I, we would just, like, I just picked up a 78 it. Pinto, man. I'm going to have to smell that seat and see if your grandma used, used to own it. Right. No, so I, I still have... <laughs> I still have her Pinto, oh, which is the cool part. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, dude. Um, it has, like, the original, like, panniers. Uh, my dad even claims that somewhere he's got the original receipt for it. Um, we were looking for it a few years ago and couldn't find it, though. That'd be so crazy if you did have it. Like, what? Dad, why did you hold on to this goddamn receipt for so long? Dude, I, I think that's just, like, how people were back then like yeah. or at least my like my family is our they're all fucking hoarders my grandma <laughs> which was is like why a farm girl and she had every receipt for anything that my grandfather bought like the cars the tractors the blenders the turkey carver which only gets used once a fucking year you know like yeah. every single receipt like what are you holding this for that's crazy yeah that's that's really <laughs> weird and like or people just like have like the box for like every fucking toy they ever bought like for their kids for christmas or whatever I really like and like every video game still has the box and manual. I really like, got into that for a while. I was like saving all my boxes for like everything I bought. And it was like it was cool when I moved this time. Like I had like all the boxes for my TVs and all my electronics. I just like put them back in its original packaging. I was like this is so easy. <laughs> yeah. Mads only do with my pets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom's still part of that old school mentality though. She's got like every single gown like that the kids wore or like crib or toys like she's like oh i got all your sesame street toys still and your tonka trucks i'm just like the fuck am i gonna do Dude, with yeah. that shit now <laughs> you know that's how my parents are uh or at least my dad and like his side of the family still own like fucking everything they've ever owned and so when we were kids my grandma uh so her house was actually pretty cool it was some kind of old factory or something back in the mm. 20s but so it was like a brick building the first floor was like a four-car garage and then like the second floor was like a small apartment where she lived and so the garage was literally filled with like everything that my dad and his brother and sister like ever fucking owned as kids <laughs> so that's like why we would always be in there playing on shit as kids you know, there'd be, like, boxes of old fucking baseball cards. I remember, like, going through some. It's like, oh, here's a fucking Mickey Mantle card. Like, yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. Fucking, I'm like, that's money, dude. I'm sure you, you know, why don't you sell off all your dad's cards, man. I'm sorry, Dad. Time to buy a yeah. car, dude. We're selling off all these cars. Yeah. And there'll be, like, old, uh, old like, weird pedal cars. You know, like, stamped steel, like, for little kids. Those are crazy. There's a couple of those. So That's I, funny. I was uh, recently I was up in 
Milwaukee, and I was going through uh, my uncle's, which is my dad's brother, his storage unit, because uh, they're trying to clean it up and downsize it. And so a bunch of the shit in there, I like literally remember from it being in my grandma's garage when I was a kid. And so he, like when my grandma moved, my uncle like took all that shit and like stashed it away even longer for fucking, you know, 15, 20 more years. Just like, why do you have this shit? It's just kind of weird, but it's also like, kind of cool. Some memories, like, you can't buy it, you know? But it's all stuff that's like yeah. collected in dust that no one's looked at in like years. Like no one's even laid eyes on it, you know? Dude, I love that. Like, yeah, like I, I feel like, yeah, even going through that stuff, you know, I don't think anybody had really gone through that stuff in the last five years or so. I found some cool, like, I don't know, 90s, like, Mickey Mouse t-shirts and shit that I grabbed. Oh, yeah, forget Blaze, dude. Knocked the moths off them. How's your, how's your thrift game? How's your thrift game going right now? It's pretty good. Uh, New Orleans is a lot, diff- a lot more difficult than, uh, like, the Midwest for for vintage stuff i kind of like have this theory that everything old that you know might have gotten fucked up in hurricanes and floods and shit has already gone you know to the wayside or whatever so like there's not a lot of like cool shit to be found in the thrifts compared to the midwest and also like down here there's no basements so people have a lot less storage and so like Shit that maybe uh, somebody would have held on to those like, kids. Do you take um, like uh, do you take like thrift like uh, like trips? I know we have like a friend, oh, yeah. I have some friends here that uh, have a a couple like uh, thrift stores, and they like mm-hmm. they'll fly out to like California or something. And they'll just drive back across the country and like hit yeah, the totally the whole way. You know, I, so I like drive back up to Wisconsin a few times a year, and uh, yeah, thrift like the whole way, and and even like around here, um, we just did a little daily thrift trip to a uh, Gulfport, and we did one through like Baton Rouge, couple a couple of other homies. Do you ever do those uh, those like airport like uh, auctions? I never have. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the people who do those, like, fucking are already, like, pretty hardcore about it. So it's like, yeah, I don't need to try to add to my repertoire. I can find enough shit, I guess. I have started hitting, like, estate sales more down here. And while I don't find, like, stuff for me to, like, sell, I, I do find a lot of, like, just cool old shit, like, that I can keep. Like, it's all kinds of cool, like, old tools that like people don't even give a fuck about and so i'm just like yeah, i'll take these like cool old fucking chisels and shit like, yeah i use estatesales.net i think it is and it like yeah look yep. puts everything in your like uh news feed or whatever you control auctions i troll a lot of the auctions on like ebid and all that crap yeah for sure that's tight bought a bought that three-wheel tomos on ebid from estate sale auction oh did you yeah that red oh one. damn yeah Dude, they, they pop up once in a while i bought a couple of mopeds from them Dude, I've actually never bought, never bought a moped from like a rummage sale or a state sale, but you know I know that's the thing that people do. Actually, like a few months ago, I was on estatesales.net, and uh, so down here there's like so little like 
mopeds for sale that are just like out in the wild that like anytime I see anything remotely close to a moped, I'll try to jump on it. So like at the state sale had like a little fucking like seventies Honda, like, I don't know what it was like a little monkey bike or whatever. And so me and, uh, Devin Bruce got up at like fucking 6am to go wait in line for it. Get your ticket. And like, yeah. Yeah. And then like, we, like we were immediately like asking about it. And the guy was like, Oh yeah. Like actually, uh, you know, the owner doesn't know if he wants to sell it. He's like, yeah, you know, he he looked it up and in mint condition, you know, fully restored, it could be worth like 10, 10 grand. So it's <laughs> like, what does that have to do with like this pile of shit barn yeah. find? Like this should have been fully restored. Like, come on, dude, like hundred bucks. Yeah, let's, let's go. I ran across an estate and, sale and I got a car like that. They were like, I don't know if the owner really wants to sell it. And so I had like 15 items, like just junk garbage, like a, a metal basket and some other cool things I just wanted to buy. And mm-hmm. they wanted 800 bucks for this old stick shift Ford. And I was like, I don't know. What do you want for? He's like 700 bucks. I was like, I don't know, man. I'd, I'd be in it for like three and a half. You know, it's like, yeah. All right. Don't tell anybody, but I'll give it to you for three and a half. Just get the fuck out of here. That's pretty cool. <laughs> then I sold it to Noah. I lo- uh, nice. He's still driving today, dude. He's still driving today. Yeah. yeah it's like, love- what is it? What was it? Just a, like an old-ass Ford Escort manual transmission, four-cylinder, oh, okay. but it was clean, but it had a ton of miles on it. You know, it had been sitting for like five yeah. years. And I fired it up, and a lady came over. She was like, oh, I used to love this car. It's been through all the kids, and like... It's got a ton of miles on it. We put a new clutch in it once, and like, oh, you know, we really love this car. And then I was like, I'm not telling you what I paid for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I just bought a, uh, a 91 uh, Honda Accord wagon, uh, five speed, the 2.2 liter straight for it. I fucking love it so far. Yeah, you just made all the fucking little car kids wet, dude. They're like, huh? <laughs> you said you just made all the little car kids wet. They're like, Early '90s Honda Accord. Yeah. Ooh, is it a Civic? Is it a Accord? Ooh, they're like losing their shit. Yeah, those are good. You can get the, the Acuras in the same thing, which is like the hot boy shit. Put a fart can on it, tint your windows. Well, and the story goes like uh, before the guy who I got this car from, the guy like that he got it from, had done like a fucking full like JDM motor swap and like just hot boyed it out like crazy and then like got into some kind of minor accident and uh the insurance company totaled it out and he decided not to like buy it back from the insurance company and then it like went to auction and then this other guy bought it and pulled out all those fucking cool parts and then he must have found like another donor car brought the car like fully back to stock and then like sold it to me that's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's like... They're getting I mean, he probably made... nobody kept them. They all junked the wagons. Everybody fucking shit can the wagons. The wagons just aren't around. Yeah, and they're like... I mean, they were like, I guess, a, rare, a more rare, you know, model than two. And uh, the fact that Six Shift 2 is like what sold me. Like, the, the listing said automatic. And so I'm, like, looking at it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I showed it to Devin, who's also, like, into that fucking kind of shit. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Like, too bad it's not a stick shift. And then, like, looking closer at one of the photos, like, man, I think, that's, a stick shift. I think that's a stick shift. It's Fuck. a and I, like, hold the guy up. 
It's like I miss driving stick. Dude, what was like? A, yeah, it's funny. Like some people who don't know how to drive stick shift, and it's like I feel like it's still like going away even more today. Ashley's car is a six oh, speed. God, yeah. yeah, and we went. We were looking at a pickup truck to sell her car and just get something else, like pay outright. And I'm like emailing this guy. I'm like, hey, I want to check out your car. I'm gonna get you know, might get it for my wife, whatever, girlfriend. You know, yada yada. Like you know, it's a stick shift, right? <laughs> like yeah, dude. Yeah, she fucking slays, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, so many people don't know how to drive stick now. It's like almost a fucking theft to turn. Yeah, I've got yeah, the three. Right. I've got a three on the tree on my 1968 Chevy, and I just leave yeah. the fucking keys in the ignition. Nobody's gonna steal. <laughs> <laughs> I've 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 driven a three on the tree car before, a '65 uh, Keybird, and literally, like, I I still don't even know how I drove it. Like my dad is like telling me everything I need to do. And it's like, no, like, I don't even know what's happening. Like, why am I doing these things? I mean, it's the same shift pattern. It's just a three speed. It was like, well, isn't it like a, like well, an auto clutch or some shit like that? Where like, you don't have T-Bird? to clutch. Maybe on the T-Bird. Cause that was like a really fancy car. It might've had some like weird ass, you know, like mm-hmm. vacuum actuated clutch system or something. But uh, I remember the old Volkswagens. We had a Volkswagen in the shop one time, and it had a push button on top of the shifter. And you push the button, and it would push the clutch, and it was like electronic-assisted clutch or whatever. And then you could oh, put it in gear. Cool. Yes, yeah, so you you push the button, put it in gear, and let off, and then it would start going. You know. Yeah, I understand. And r- that was probably like cutting fuck. edge fucking luxury back then, though. <laughs> I think it was putting the cars like the Germans put it in American cars to try to kill us all. <laughs> they're like these idiots will buy anything first of all and then they're all gonna fucking crash you win the war <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll win the war dude so that's a- yeah this car has uh this car has air conditioning which is like a luxury for me like i've driven this big fucking van for years without ac so like yeah. Lately, I've been getting more into listening to, like, podcasts while I drive because I can actually fucking, like, hear people talking. You don't have have to have your headphones on the whole time. It's so nice. Like, I can have the windows up. I can drown out just, like, whatever shit's going on outside. How how many mopeds can you haul in it, though? It's so clean that, like, I don't even want to fucking put (laughs) one in it, but I'm pretty sure I could put one in on its side at least. Yeah, but like, dude, that. it's like for a '91, it's like it's pretty clean. I wonder if you is... can still find like the hitch attachments because you can get like a Harbor Freight, like you know, little pecker yeah, trailer totally. for nothing. You know, I feel like I wonder if uh, U-Haul would even stock like the hitch for this old of a car. I don't know. Maybe we're just gonna because I had a. I had a 92 Camry wagon, and it had a U-Haul hitch. So, I don't know. It exists, at least. Yeah. You hit that rally this weekend? I uh, didn't make it. So, I've been, like, in the process of moving, and so I was trying really hard to get everything done so I could go up there. And uh, just couldn't couldn't get to it. I'm still on the fence, though, about going to Portland next weekend. There's a, a van of cranks going. And, your adventure, uh, man. You never know. Yeah. I've never been to the uh, West Coast either, so Damn. I'd like to do that. It's only, what, like a 30-hour ride from you? 
I think, yeah, I think like 30 fucking hours and that's like, if you're lucky. In a, in a well air conditioned van with a bunch of other cranks? <laughs> yeah, so the van luckily would have air conditioning and it's got fucking captain's chairs. So it would, it would actually be a pretty okay ride and there'd be four of us so switching out driving. That's, oh, that's like good. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Because I've, I've done so many fucking thousand mile trips by myself, straight shot. You know, that's like basically from here to, from New Orleans to Milwaukee. Almost exactly a thousand miles. Oh, so that shit fucking sucks. I mean, yeah, that's you're like, also like the only dude to, what was that? What happened on that one pinball where you just like rode by yourself for like, you were like a day behind or you like rode by yourself for like a whole yeah. day or something? The, the first pinball run, so I, I like got behind because I had like an electrical issue and the, my chase car, um, the wheel bearing went out, so they couldn't get to me. And so I had to get like a hotel in uh, northern Florida, and they were still, my crew was still in Savannah. And then in the morning, they rented a truck and drove to me. And then uh, I fixed up my bike, and so I had to make up the rest of that day. So I basically rode from... The, the northernmost point of Florida, it was like literally right over the border, from there to Miami, straight shot, myself, you know, I had the car driving behind me, and uh, about 400 miles, we started at noon, because that's basically when they were able to get to me, so I could fix my bike, started at noon and drove nonstop besides uh, just like gas and a couple food stops, go nonstop till seven a.m. the next day, and oh, then crazy. it was like, dude, it was raining in Miami too, and we were rolling in, <laughs> and so I just I like pull up and just like grab my sleeping bag and throw it on like the porch of the house that like the meetup spot was, and just like pass out, and then I wake up like a half hour later to uh, Tom. Uh, from Hot and Ready is like trying to shove me further under this like awning so I'm not getting rained on <laughs> and then like the, the the last uh leg of the trip was I don't even remember what time it started like 9 a.m so I got like you know 40 minutes of sleep and then uh did another I think it was like 170 miles which was one of the shorter legs of that of that race but it was like super fucking cool because you're driving that's you're single. riding through like the florida keys yeah that's single break like in your yes. head when you're looking at it you're like oh yeah i can do it it's not that far i'll make up the time and then you're like halfway yeah. through it and you're just like yeah i don't I'm fucking, yeah, i like, don't even know that's a lot how of, i survived i don't know how you whole, kept going that's a lot sure. of thoughts to yourself vibrating on a moped yeah. at whatever the fuck mile per hour the first pinball everybody's hauling ass though you know yeah the first but everybody was breaking down too because like it was all just like the fucking rando like you know moped dudes that don't have a fucking job or anything it's like yeah we can take 11 days off of not having a job to fucking ride mopeds like nobody was really prepared at all not like not like the baker's dozen run of of this day it was mostly just like 
Oh, there's a bunch of like black black guys just riding like instead of riding trains or whatever. It's like oh, okay, everybody broke down. Like I think the race started with 18 bikes and five finished. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and what was it? And that year was the Tomos for the win, right? The winner. No, the Tomos got second. The, it was like a bone was stock Tomos, and everybody. Was oh no, like, the, the, oh, the winner game changer. was. Stock-ass the winner was, uh, was Black Black. It was, the well, it was Black Black and Puddle Cutters. It was Rick, uh, Derek, mm. and uh, um, Josh Gill on a E50. Yeah. And then second place was like a literally a brand new Tomos with a pipe uh, that Tom Honreddy's rode. And then third place was... Uh, Rob Burrito on a fucking motorcycle, nine hundred mile per hour, futuristic, a poot condor fucking dirt bike. I don't even think he never, rode half the literally ride. Literally never, never broke down ever. No, I, like, I think he just skipped through like space time continuums. Like when got a burrito, <laughs> when got a snack, and like hit, got on that thing, hit seventy seven miles an hour, and then boom, he just disappeared into the next county. He showed up with like one of the most rare mopeds, like the no most people haven't even seen before. And it was like, yeah, this, well, is, it, this is technically a moped. And the thing that a lot of people didn't like was that he's the one who organized the race and made all the rules. So, like, if you read, like, the, the technical, like, uh, rules that, you know, make your moped a moped, like, he made those rules to fit, like, around his dirt bike. It's like, well, if it's the... You know, if it's the rules, it's a moped. Like, well, dude, you made those rules. Like, come on. That's not a moped. How big were the wheels? Were they, like, giant wheels, too? I think it was, like, um, you know, 17 rear, 19 front. Like a, like a small Enduro. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Dude, that's just funny. But, I don't know. I forget, like, sometimes I forget, like, all the, some of the cool stuff that you've done. Yo, what? I, why, yeah. did, why did, um... Why did Rick get your face tattooed on his ass? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot so I about to, that until just now. I love how like like new people like I'll like mention that randomly and they'll they just like find it so fascinating. But like so for the second pinball run, uh I was just like a chase driver for the uh uh Motor City Riot team. And uh, so Rick and Derek and Josh, their team had like some some kind of like raffle and basically bought like a raffle ticket for five bucks and then to support the team. And the winner uh, got to force them to get a tattoo. Kind of an odd concept. But uh, so I won the raffle and like I didn't even like really think about it. I was just immediately like, all right, all right, you guys are getting my face tattooed on your ass. And then uh, I took like a dumb photo of myself and sent it to Angel and she drew it up. And uh, I think like even that same night, uh, you know, they got it tattooed. It's a good, it's a pretty good picture. I think I'm going to use as the, uh, the thumbnail for this episode. I think that'd be funny. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's a uh, man, I gotta text Rick or something. Yeah. I could probably send you uh, I mean something. There's one actually on my Facebook wall because Devin was in uh Denver like last week and it was the first time he met 
Rick. And he mentioned my name, and Rick was like, wait, you're talking about Alex Grow? And he's like, yeah. And then Rick's like, hold on a sec, and just like literally just pulls down his pants. <laughs> as far as like moped hoarding, are you still like keeping a bunch of shit in the barn, or are you kind of cutting down on like, as, you know, having a billion uh, bikes? Yeah, kind of both. Um, they're easy to get and harder to get rid of, or at least for me, like I hit just like, selling like a pile of shit bike like i'd rather like try to fix it up or something so that's like kind of the thing man does uh have been like doing down here just because there's so few mopeds down here like it's crazy like you go on craigslist or marketplace and type in moped and like fucking nothing comes up unless it's like you know a bike that one of the homies is trying to sell yeah well is, is there a demand for it though and that's the thing. There's probably a, a less of a demand than other places as well. But you know, we've been I've been trying to buy bikes from up north and then bring them down and fix them up. So I brought. I think we've probably sold seven or eight zeros, bikes. Man, the zeros was we're trying to offload tons of like decent bikes for a good price. You know, when we were up there. That's what they have a yeah, Ohio is just like there's a million fucking mopeds. Well, it's at all cheaper time to grow those than it is corn up there, apparently. They've got tons mm-hmm. of fucking cheap mopeds. Yeah, I think the thing with down here is I mean, the like mopeds were really popular because of the gas crisis. And so I just feel like maybe down here people didn't give a shit. And well, it's like, that hey, and like, you know, people. It's a scrap culture too, because you know, like a moped is valueless to so many people, and it's just yeah. metal. And like around here, you know, I've seen them in the back of scrap trucks, but I can imagine oh, where yeah. people scrap a lot more. A lot more bikes get just crushed and junked. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot have fallen victim to uh, hurricanes and flooding, um, and people just don't want to fucking deal with it, and they get thrown away or scrapped because of that too. Yeah, if they can't turn the key and start it, they don't fucking, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. How's the fucking, how's the fucking New Orleans Mixing Bowl doing right now? How many clubs are down there right now? Um, I don't know, we got Cranks, uh, Smog, Mono, um, got Angel from Creatures, uh, you know, Devin and his crew from 49 Problems. You guys got black um, black down there? Oh, yeah. Uh, let me think. Uh, well, Let's um, fuck it all up. Let's send some rubbles yeah. and some black blacks down there. We had one I'm for trying a to think of his, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, he was on the first pinball round. Uh, I don't think he's black back anymore. He's like retired. Yeah. But I don't I don't think uh, they do mopeds either. Oh, uh, uh, Car- Cornell. What the fuck is his name? Something Cornell. You know what I'm talking about, Jason? Cornelius? No, it's like, God, I can't remember his first name. Something Cornell. Cornhole? Cornhole. Yeah. Well, that's like his nickname. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's down here. Um, You had, I don't know if he still lives here, but Hippie was here for a long time from, uh, you know, Hell Satan's. Yeah, Um, I heard a rumor that he was back in Richmond, but I don't know how true that is. I also heard a rumor he was in Michigan. But, yeah, I have no idea. He might have divided. I think he, yeah, even while he was down here, I never saw him. 
That's a familiar let me story. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> just let off a uh, firework, I guess. Yeah. But, uh. I mean, we're still, yeah, hold, I don't know. we're still holding Richmond. Like, I had some good luck recently. We sold, I mean, I don't know if Jason sold any of the bikes, but I had like two bikes. I was bitching and moaning. And school finally came back in, and I sold two bikes, like, boom, boom, one after another, and got, you know, pretty much what I was asking for them. So it's, it's hit and miss, you know. And the market up here yeah, is slim, yeah. too. Like, you get online and look around. You have to get creative with your searches to even find it, you know. Really? Shit. Yeah, because these people like who have it. For, they're, yeah. they're, like, kind of cheap over there compared to down here. Yeah, they are, because I have a hard time getting – I got 600 uh, – I think I got 600 flat for like fully rebuilt Tomos with a kit ready to go, like a really nice bike. But damn, um, but yeah, like 600 is the top, and like 450 is like what people want to pay for everything. So it's really tough to. Yeah. And, but then they want 300 dollars max, and you're like you're paying 300 bucks for a shit fucking bike usually. You know. Yeah, so dude. No down margin. here, you'd be for sure. That's why I like buy all my bikes, you know, up north where I can get fucking hundred dollar hobbits and then bring them down here like rebuild it put new tires on it you know go through it or whatever you know you don't have to do that you can just stop through richmond and we'll double your money and you don't have to do anything (laughs) right well the whole point was trying to get more people riding and like in the i guess even beyond that like trying to get people to get to be in the community Like how's that? Yeah, how's but there that there are a couple new people, you know, that have like this dude Scott, uh, Des and I have collectively sold him three bikes in the last like six months. That's not helping. He got all three bikes when he could have been three fucking different people. <laughs> You're know, missing right? the point here. Well hopefully he's got <laughs> two friends that Probably know. not. <laughs> <laughs> well one of them he's gonna sell. So that will hopefully turn uh, and I'll like, you know, turn it into another rider or whatever. Yeah, I picked up some Thomas's hoping I can get them like out the door cheap and put, you know, like put somebody on a bike for what they want to pay for, which is in this area, 450 bucks. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm trying to keep my margins super tight so I can still make, you know, 100 bucks on the deal, which isn't technically yeah. making anything after your time. But, right. you know, if we can put some more people on bikes and then these people use their parents' money, then, like, forget about it and sell it back to you for cheap, and then you can make your money again, you know, hopefully. Yeah, totally. Like, I had a Maxi that was going to be, like, the next bike that, you know, we started working on to flip. And then uh, one of my buddies, uh, Adam, he's a smog prospect, he was like, yeah, I got a couple friends that are, like, really wanting to buy projects moped and like kind of learn and you know get into the hobby or whatever i was like all right well you know i'll sell them this uh maxi for for cheap then and like sometimes it's like you don't want to do that but at the same time you're like you're trying to grow your community so you're just like yeah man i guess i'll you know give you a deal if you're thinking they're gonna they're gonna stick around like yeah that's something we've talked about on the podcast a couple times before just like ways to try to keep like like retain people that you're selling bikes to and like actually get them to like be more into it than like the average person would want to be in the mopeds yeah i'll try to like talk people out of buying a a moped uh, just to like almost i guess like test them to see if like it's something that they would even consider i'll be like you know 
this this thing is not going to be a reliable daily rider. Like, I don't suggest riding it to work every single day. Like, the shit's going to break. Like, that's kind of, like, part of it's, like, kind of why, like, some people like it. Like, they're super DIY. Like, if you want to ride this moped, like, you're going to have to learn how to fix it. And then, like, so some people are, like, into it. Some people might just be like, eh. Yeah, maybe I'll go buy a fucking Chinese skeeter instead. (laughs) And then some people just, like, won't even listen to you and think, like, whatever, and then buy it, and then it, like, breaks, and they get, like, super and, and, you know, just, like, sell it for a third of what they bought it for. How's your own? You still have their fucking... You still have that water-cooled hobbit around? Yeah, I I took it up to Wisconsin last month for the Just the Tip rally which are you guys familiar with that i've heard of it a bunch of times like that like you just ride out to the woods and go camping like i've always wanted to go but it's just like never it's, worked out it's not even it's not even that really like it's um, like 200 mile ride i think something it's like a that. it's 100 miles so it starts in green bay wisconsin which is like like kind of northeast wisconsin i would say and so there's like a peninsula that goes up into uh, Lake Michigan, and it's about a hundred miles up. And it's like a really unique part of the country, I guess. There's lots of like it's really scenic. You know, there's a, a lakefront on both sides of you, uh, bluffs. There's like all kinds of cool shit. And uh, so you know, it's basically just like hanging out in Green Bay, and then the next day you ride up and you stop every every hour or so and you might go like there's a spot where everybody goes cliff diving there's like uh maybe like a 30 foot high cliff right on the bank of the lake that you can just jump in yeah so it's 100 uh, miles out and then 100 miles back yeah and then you camp like up at the tip and so like every year i i keep thinking like this is gonna be the year that like a bunch of like people like come to this because it's so it's like my favorite rally every year this past one last month was their 10th they've been doing it 10 10 years strong and like yeah i'm always trying to talk about going and we never have made it yet and it's always like one of those topics we're like we gotta go (laughs) we gotta do it Hundred mile ride, pack up the townie. Back in the day, we packed the townie. And up. you know, dude, a hundred miles isn't even that bad. No, we no, rode a hundred like, miles at the Buzzards rally. Of course, it was fifty out, fifty back. Yeah, but like I mean, it was a lot of miles, but with stops and stuff. Like, yeah, when you're talking about yeah, a two day event. And like, dude, you'll just be like so like amazed with just the scenery. It's fucking beautiful up there, and it's like kind of it's it's like a super super um like vacation spots and so like in the summer there's just a million fucking like tourists from you know chicago suburbs or whatever in the winter almost nobody lives up there hot tourists so like the whole yeah (laughs) the whole coastline is just dotted with these tiny little towns and um like back in the like early days in the 1800s there's a lot of settlers from like the scandinavian area like sweden or whatever 
that's settled in Door County, Wisconsin. So there's a lot of like really cool architecture and uh, just kind of like cultural, uh, you know, things that just make kind of a, a unique area. Um, I mean, is there a reason know, you took, you chose that bike to bring up there versus like anything else? It's just like uh, historically, it's my most reliable bike and it's comfortable and i've taken that bike on the tip like four or five times now although this this past time i think i burned out my fucking hpi again yeah again how do you how do you even prepare for it though like when you if you if like so i've never been i'm gonna bring a bike up there to go right how do i prepare my bike to go like what should i expect something for hills something for Gearing. There are there there are a lot of hills, um, but you also want to have your bike, I guess, kind of geared so you can just be cruising on the open road. Like there's sections of road where it's like a 50 mile an hour highway, and then it'll like drop down to like 25 mile an hour, like through this little town, and then back up to 50 or 55. I would just like bring something comfortable. And, like, part of the fun of, of it is, like, trying to, like, fit all your, like, supplies mm-hmm. on your bike. You don't, like, technically yeah. have to. There's usually, like, a spot in a trailer or a truck where you could, like, throw your shit. But it's kind of fun, like, trying to strap, you know, a tent, sleeping bag, tools, whatever you think you'd need, like, onto your bike. Yeah, that'd be cool. Coolers with tall packs of beer, tow a camper. Like I like yeah. I recently built my like uh, my Honda and like that's the my, rack bike. Yeah, that's my rack bike. It's got a front rack, a center rack, and a rear rack, and Hell it's got yeah. like space for like a side rack storage in the back. I'm trying to like <laughs> just have it all decked out with racks and stuff everywhere I go. Does that like, mean you're free next weekend? Moped camping trip. I gotta order a new kit, dude. I fucking broke my shit. I got it in stock already. You don't got no Athena's mm-hmm. dog. No, I don't have that. Exactly. I got a DR kit with the upgraded pistol. I might want to go with Alex, dude, and get water cooled, right? You know, just like water. Get that water. Well, you had you had that for a while. I did, dude. I I had the Malossi water cool, but it's just like I took it to New Orleans at one time. Like I rode it for yeah. a little bit, but like I don't know, man. I wasn't super impressed with it. Like it was fine. It felt just like everything else. Like yeah, DR, what's the overall like, advantage to having water cooled? I kind of have this theory. It's uh, not hasn't ever been confirmed, but uh, so my Melosi liquid cool kit was an actual vintage one from like the '90s when they were like making them originally. And I'm not sure if there are differences between mine and like the new ones that Treats like I think I think Treats got Melosi to remake those. Now, with the water-cooled kits like that, I mean, a lot of them I see are just the cylinder head that's water-cooled. I mean, are there, do they have kits that run through, like, the veins of the actual cylinder? Yeah, this this it's one is both, it's the, the head and the cylinder. So, like, the whole, the basically the whole the where, the, where the piston slides, everything around that is yeah. water or coolants or what have you. Yeah. And the, the water-cooled head's, like, new shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that water cool like, head. I got so. I got a water cooled head, but I got the I got that one from uh, like the treat head that's like water cooled or air cooled, like uh, aluminum. Oh yeah. 
So I'm just running it air cooled. It works fine, you know. Those are kind of cool. There was like that. That reminds me of those old uh, like solo bikes where they're like the head had chambers that you filled with water to like keep them slightly cool. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what that one is. Like a hit and miss motor. <laughs> I no no no. It, it was an actual moped. It, I think the engine was a solo solo moped engine, but like the head had like a couple little spots where you unscrew a thing and then like pour a little bit of water into it and then screw it back and it's supposed to like keep it slightly cooler that's crazy so that's the only moped that i've seen that had that so i I don't know i think it's kind of a gimmick (laughs) yeah i think it's a gimmick because like performance wise there's no like performance advantage to it really maybe that i know of i mean maybe you could like run a little more advanced or a little more lean or something and that well with a two-stroke it's it's all about the oil i mean like the leaner you're running the less oil you're running so then it's you know it's a whole different factor and the cast iron kit's probably not that big of a deal but when you're talking like you know you get in a nicosol you run a lean you're gonna fuck it up yeah well you could run a, a higher ratio too so much who wants to get technical no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. fun. They're all mopeds. Right? I don't even really care either. Mine's a urine cooled kit. I just piss on it when it breaks down. I hope it comes back to life. I've done that before with my Vespa. Trying to get side, it done cool Yeah, down. I just piss on it. I mean, I've also heard of people like taping like a water bottle to like their. Yeah, dripping it. Yeah. <laughs> with like a little peacock valve and just drip it on. Yeah. Cool it down right now. Man. My bikes are all garbage. They just automatically leak gas all over the cylinder head. I don't have to drip anything. Just got like a mist bottle like in a fucking cup holder. Exactly. Hey man, that guy's steaming, man. His bike is steamy. My little smoke screen. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. I'm James You know, some, somebody was just like riding at a rally like in the rain and noticed that it's like oh my head temps are like 180 this is awesome like Ooh. i'm just gonna do this all the time i don't even need a tune i'll just add this water bottle <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude, that'd be fucking funny dude it, it, i mean it i mean it works i mean that's definitely it definitely works if you needed to cool your shit down you know Oh, yeah. I think there's risk to that too, though, because you could like you cool the cylinder know, like, faster than the internals, and then you could seize it. Yeah, and like you, you could get like warpage if you know you're going from hot to like cold quickly. I don't yeah. fucking know. Um, let's hop in. I think this is actually like a pretty good question for you. Like, um, I just like threw something out on Instagram earlier today. Which you guys can follow some up in Monday podcast at, uh, at whatever the fuck IG dot fuckery dot this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, this podcast sometimes sucks. it's good. <laughs> no, it doesn't suck. It just sometimes yeah. better than others. True. But uh, uh, what's that? Uh, Dylan St. John on Instagram said uh, one question we should ask is uh, what's the best moped color scheme? And I think that actually be kind of perfect for you because <laughs> I remember like the first time I saw your water cool Hobbit, like when you pulled in a Richmond on Pinball. Right. Yellow. And I was just like this bright yeah, the, green and green. Pink, yellow, those those pink, are actually like <laughs> those are like my favorite color combinations. Yeah, it was like a black it's like frame. Joe stripes kind of like <laughs> Uh, it, was a, it was like a lime green tank. It was a black frame and forks. I had a purple rear mag and a lime green front mag. Like one of the water cool lines, like pink or something. 
Oh yeah. So the the like radiator hoses were from some. They're from eBay and they're like silicone for like if like you want to turbo specific your... tuners. Yeah. And yeah, so they're like like this weird like magenta pink. Oh, that's great, dude. This shit's funny. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like. I actually love like really like eighties like colorways in mopeds. I'm a huge like, fan uh, of the original paints like, too. The NS50. When people don't fuck up just a, like a oh, crusty sure. original bike, you know. I'm I'm a huge fan of like keeping it crusty, but I also like making it like clean and crusty. Um, like the uh, I built this uh, Sax G3 with a Derby Start Five engine, which was hard. And hard. Uh, you know everything was pretty clean for like as far as frame, and it had like black mag wheels and everything. But you then finally the, had uh, a, you finally had a Sax that ran appropriately. <laughs> the uh, the the oh, tank and then like the uh, the seats like towel were like just really beat up like our factory original paints and i just like really loved that like kind of contrast to like the like more clean like wheels and frame and i've uh, i'm even considering like tearing the whole bike down and powder coating like basically everything except for the tank and seats like uh gloss black and then the tank so everything will be like nice clean uh black and then the tank and seat will just so what's your theory on going powder coat though? Like, which I'm a paint guy, so I paint for a living, and this is always like a topic that I find annoying. Like, people think powder coat is so like easy to do, or they have to send it somewhere, or it's durable. But, like, you can just get single stage and just paint it, and it's awesome. yeah, you know, I, and it's I really fucking strong. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of knowledge as far as you know the the pros and cons of paint versus powder coat. Um, so I, I'd be open to paint, but I, I feel like painting probably is actually harder to get it to look good. Like I, uh, you know, did a powder coat job at uh, one of the Chadwick building gatherings that I'd never done it before, and it turned out totally fine. It's pretty much the but, same process. I mean, other than sticking it in the oven, I mean, you just spray it on and, mm-hmm. you know, like let it dry for a second. And then well, powder coat, you don't. Aren't you like not getting built up because it's like magnetized, so you just kind of spray it around it? Yeah, and, and so it, it will still, in theory, it can still run once it goes in the oven. Okay. So you can get too mm-hmm. much of it on there. Yeah, I didn't know. I have no. Clue. Yeah, because it liquefies basically. It all it is is, I mean, it's paint still. It's like plastic, right? It's like tiny yeah. little, just like, which is kind of cool. It's like I metallic guess, and plastic. It. Yeah, it's. A, I, I don't know exactly what the makeup is of it, but I've got a, a yeah a bike I. Just, you know, like uh, Mako to a single stage where they just add a hardener into, you can pick any color out of the book and just buy it. Like I took my Pook up to the store, had them stick what's called a color eye on it, matched the original paint, and they sold me the hardener and the can of paint for like 25 bucks. And then I just bought a a sprayer from Harbor Freight for 15 bucks and went on YouTube and watched a couple of videos and painted it, basically, you know. And yeah, what did you have to do to prep the? You know, I, prep I, I took painting. Windex and red Scotch Brite and just scuffed the whole thing over the chips and scratches and fucking 
everything and took a sander and just sanded the stickers off, like all the stickers. I didn't do any smoothing, no priming, no nothing, and painted over it. And the the single stage like covered all the chips to the point where it was pretty much unnoticeable considering it's a moped. And you know you didn't see any sand scratches, any weird shit. It just covered it all up. I didn't have to fuck with it. And it's still glossy and shiny today. Rally after rally, been thrown in the back of trucks, left outdoors for months on end, and you can mm-hmm. still go over there and spit shine it up just like it was new. That's sweet. Got an old dusty Pliny kit too. Yeah, <laughs> no, that Pliny kit I took off, but it's on another bike, but it still runs. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Powder I'll, uh, fuck powder coat. Yeah, All you powder I'm, coat I'm guys open, out there, uh, fuck your powder coat. <laughs> I'm, I'm open now. to trying that out for sure. Well, just bring uh, it to Richmond. Other, like, I'll fucking paint it. <laughs> All right. One of my other, I guess, like favorite moped, like original moped, like color schemes would be the Derby SLEX. Yeah, the Slex. Which dude. is like black with like kind of like purple and purple like pinkish, teal. like yeah. yeah, like kind of splashes all over. It's like super fucking 80s. Dude, Dose just sold two of them, and I'm, I was so jealous watching them. Like, the the picture they loaded it up in the truck with like two other derbies. And I've seen like, a couple uh, of late Vespas yeah. with similar color schemes too, like those purples and pinks. Yeah, totally. And like the, you know, you mentioned the original like NS50 paint. It's, you know, kind of in the same spectrum of style. And yeah, I love that. I that mean, the Fruit Stripe Tomos is still hot. Like, if you get a Fruit Stripe Tomos. The blue one? Yeah. Like that light blue with the Fruit Stripe? The light blue. Even just, like, the plain red, if it's got the Fruit Stripe on it, you know, it just, it's, like, screams vintage. It screams some idiot's going to buy this dude. with no problem. What else you know? has the, yeah. the, the Calibre color? Yeah, the Calibres are fucking tight. Ooh, the yeah, black, they've got a great black, paint scheme. Yeah, it's got the same shit. Like, black, like, 80s look. Yeah, I do love that, like, light blue and, like, white Tomos. And then, like, what is that, like, early 90s? Uh, Tab Wiggins in the Hell of Satans, he's got that pook, and I don't know, forgive me exactly what the hell it's called, but it's got, it comes with, like, the, like, super light purple wheels and shit, and you can get them in, like, green wheels and all kinds of crap, but totally 80s out, like, model. And I can't remember what the fuck it's called. I'm sure somebody's going to chastise me on fucking... I can't even think of it. <laughs> Sorry, Tab. I'm Sorry, trying Tab. to think. <laughs> Is that the one with like the like three blade yeah. mag? Yeah, it's got twin three blade mags on it, and it's and I it's only to, I I'm not even going to go any further. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I don't know why I can't think of I can't the name even, of the I can't even picture the bike right. <laughs> I want Moped Army. I said just look. It's it up. like the it's a tube. It's a tube frame, like a like a fatty tube, right? Is I was thinking of the same one. Not like a Corrado. Corrado, that's what I. Well, no, the Corrado's one too. The, no, this is like different. This is almost more like a max. Okay. It's like a total. Okay. It's like a Euro only maxi. Uh, I know what you're talking about. He's got like the. He's got like a matching chain. Like yep. His yeah. chains like has all the colors. He got like multiple colored chains. But that's a sick ass together. bike. Yeah, yeah, that thing's cool as fuck. I just can't think of the bike right now. There's <laughs> another like fucking bike that I was drooling over a while ago. Like, and in Europe they got all the fucking cool color schemes. That they do, dude. But uh, I don't know if you can like check on Google or something. But it's a Motron R or like Type R or something, and it's like one of the coolest fucking bikes ever. It's like tons of like weird, just like it's white with like neon colors, and there's like a really 
I don't know, there's like plastic all over it, so it looks almost like a fucking like futuristic bike. It's one of my favorite looking bikes. I think it's a Motron R. Yeah, we're looking it up now. See if we can find it. On the great old fashioned Google. It's probably like Moped Army has a great list of like just mopeds. So you can look by gear, by model. I do like the update to the Moped Army gallery. I haven't like, used it yet, but I'm actually on it. Way to post it and stuff. Yeah, I'm on it. When right I now. when I like first discovered Moped Army, that like all I would do is just look at the photo gallery and just like kind of like learn what all these different bikes look like and stuff and just yeah, because I would find of, shit and not know exactly what I had, so I was trying to resell it. And back before I knew dick about mopeds, which is not that long yeah. ago in real, you know, like in reality, but. I would look it up. I have, you know, like a Cobra. What the fuck is a Cobra? So I'd go on there and like sure. get the specs and figure it out and like put it online. And then, you know, now I had information thanks to Moped Army. That's kind of the same thing <laughs> yeah, like, like, when I first got it. I was just like lurking Moped Army. And that's how I like, that's just like, I just used the images to see which bikes I actually liked before I decided which bike I wanted to buy. Yeah. I, I, I spent like years literally years just like lurking moped army and never like made an account or posted or anything um i would just like look at at the time like my first moped that i actually like owned myself as a hobbit and so this was like this was fucking before (laughs) you know treats had a website and uh so like you couldn't buy any parts for bikes are like it was very difficult and i spent like i think literally like two years with a like saved ebay search hoping to find a proma circuit pipe because they had made those like in the 90s or whatever and so that's like how i I found like moped army and then eventually like early on in like the treat uh you know lifespan i think uh technogaf started reproducing the promo circuit for hobbit and then like i found it on the treat old ebay store and i was just like immediately just like so fucking stoked because like i'd literally spent like three or four years just riding a bone stock hobbit without anyone else like i would just like ride by myself did you hear that and then like it's like all these new kids don't know about the struggle dude (laughs) for sure you're trying to get your friends into it Like, only being able to buy parts on eBay, like, not just being able to buy a $100 promo pipe whenever you felt like it. No treat land. Dude, for sure. Riding a stalker by yourself? Get out of here. No no rebel lo- <laughs> local Rebel Mopeds part shop? I'm surprised you mm-hmm. stuck around long, long enough for it to, like, pop off. <laughs> right? Like, that was a hard, that sounds like a hard <laughs> life. Dude, how did, like, how did you go from that to, like, the crank starting, or, like, were you, like, original crank? So like the no, so the cranks had already been a thing uh, by the time like I found out that they existed, and I actually found out about them through Moped Army, and I think there was like some kind of post for like Milwaukee Riders or something, and uh, they were throwing like their first ever mini rally, and like I showed up. And at the time, it was, like, shortly after I had, like, kind of, I guess, pimped out my Hobbit. And uh, so I show up, and they're just like, who the fuck is this guy with this, like, kitted fucking Hobbit? 
in like, you know, this was like nine or ten. No, this was more than ten years ago. This was, I think, well, it was probably around ten years ago. It was probably 2008 or so. And uh, and then it just kind of went from there. Like I started showing up to their weekly rides and uh, hanging out with them. And uh, when I first kind of met them, it was difficult because I worked uh, second shift at a casino. And so their weekly ride was like a Wednesday evening. So I was always working. And eventually I got my hours changed and then I started showing up to their weekly rides and like hanging out and everything else. Hell yeah. It's kind of like this thing. Like the Pook PX or whatever. Pook P1EX. Yeah. Like a Euro Pook. It's like, like Euro totally looking Euro maxi. maxi looking ship. You see the color scheme on that's pretty dope. It's a cool looking bike for those who can't see it. The Pook P1EX. It's like blue. With like teal and pink and white, like it looks cool. That sounds sweet. Uh, so speaking of like old school treats, um, have you guys ever like gone back and like looked at some of your like really early like moped career like orders from treats? No, it's actually pretty funny. I spend like three thousand a year in treats, maybe four thousand a year in treats, something like that. So. Well, yo, I make go a fuckload of orders. Go, go into your orders and look at your very first treats order. Yeah, you can definitely go in the I'm archives. Sure it's though. Dumb, dude. I'm sure I probably spent like seven hundred dollars. You spent, you bought stickers. <laughs> <laughs> dude, my, I remember my first moped. I, I lurked the, I lurked the um, forum. Like, I lurked moped army for like months, like researching parts and all this shit. And I, I remember just like, I was like, I do, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I was just collecting a pile of parts in the corner of my living room. And I ordered like <laughs> a bunch of stuff from 77. I ordered a bunch of stuff from like treats. But it all like mm-hmm. just sat like in boxes in the corner in my living room with like this moped that didn't work for like for like eight months or something. And it was just Dude, like, I, I totally did that same thing. <laughs> and like how it started was uh, somebody on Moped Army Buy Sell was selling the Hobbit uh, Melosi liquid-cooled kit, and which was, like, literally fucking unobtainium at the time. <laughs> and so, like, I put it on my credit card. I paid $400 for the kit because, like, I didn't think I'd ever see it again. And then after that, like, I put in, like, a huge treats order and a huge, like, 77 order all on, like, a fucking credit card, which I'm probably still fucking paying off to this day. <laughs> And then, like, all these shiny parts just kind of, like, sat for, like, a while because part of it was, like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a super uh, knowledgeable builder or whatever. And then eventually just kind of dug into it and went from there and everything kind of just came together. And so, the I like, the Melosi kit that I bought then is still the same kit that's on my hat bike today same rings same piston same fucking everything you know it did the first pinball it did the tat and you know dozens of rallies probably has fucking like i don't know fifteen thousand miles at least on those rings that's insane but then i hear other people just having like you know like ejs and just kind of had bad luck with them or whatever so Jason, I'm in. I'm in the I'm in the kingdom of treats. I've logged in. You, 
I backed <laughs> back the pages up. How many years you think? Um, First I would order. say 20, 2010. 2000. Yeah, you're, you're right there at 2010. That's kind of late. I yeah, it's kind of late. Earlier than, earlier than that. My first, well, I was doing mopeds around then, maybe a little bit earlier than that, but, you know, we started our club in 2012, so maybe, you know. Okay. Two, yeah, like two sense. years, you know. Damn. My first, very first order, because I remember my first, one of the first mopeds I bought was a, a Vespa. I bought a set of points for nine ninety nine from Treats. <laughs> and then, like, That's not bad. the next month, almost one month to the date, I ordered 216 tires, some rubber rim strips, and uh, some, some uh, yeah, another set of 16 tires. Oh, yeah. No, I bought tubes and tires. Right, so this is a uh, March, March fifth. I ordered the tubes and tires. March eighth, I ordered a Melosi thirteen thirteen shock carburetor, and then March twelfth, I made another order for another <laughs> fucking shot thirteen thirteen carburetor. <laughs> for some reason, like why the fuck did I not just order it all together and get? Funny. Yeah, yeah. It goes Maybe back. you like found another moped like the next and you're like, oh, I need to get another carburetor. <laughs> no, well, the funny thing is, like, after that, the next order is also in March, which I think I had been like, yeah, it was March 14th. I ordered a bunch of uh, pook parts. I think I was over Vespas by then already. And it just keeps going pook, 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 mm. pook, pook. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so that, so I guess I can't get left out of the circle, dude. I All mean, right. And, and I'm like, and I'm surprised. Like, I'm like, dude, I thought you were early 2010. I bet you're 10, you're 11. <laughs> no, 2010. 2010, yeah, see? I'm like, dude, I'm We like, were destined to be together from day one, Jason. <laughs> I'll hold your hand until the lights burn out. So 2010, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, 2010, I went down this stupid fucking rabbit hole. And here I am, fucking, fucking years later, dude. Um, first order, first ever order. I ordered Hutchinson fuzzy tires, and if you've never seen the fuzzies, oh yeah, that was my favorite <laughs> tread pattern tire ever made. Yeah, because I still those have. Those are pretty wild. Oh, they're good tires too. Oh, they're great tires. Yeah. I actually still have one of them. One of them's still on a bike, and the other one was a rear that I never like flipped, and it got too flat. I had to get rid of it like a year or two ago. But I had that. I had a. I got Chrome. I got a Chrome EBR crossbar because you know, you everyone yeah. thought the fucking Motivacane crossbar was <laughs> fucking cool back then. I don't know. This shit's still whack to me. Like I'm surprised I ever bought it. And I got Pook EBR hydraulic forks, dude. I came out the gates fucking Damn. hard. I was like, I came out the gates soft as I was a, like soft as shit with yeah. a nine ninety nine order. Exactly. I, was, I was like, I want to build a moped, and if I build a moped, I want it to be this moped you know so i went yeah i went forks crossbar tires on my first order the a week later i ordered not even a whole week like three days later i made another order for a treat cdi and, and then i didn't order anything for a couple of weeks but it's literally just a downhill spiral of me <laughs> spending too much money over the next couple of months and here it is the rebels formed in 2012 so i flipped to 2012 and my first order for 2012 is march 11th 2012 one vespa simonini 82 cc completo kiddo for 1320 bucks in how, long, how long did that yeah. sit in the fucking box 
I mean, I had it on a couple of bikes. I rode it here and there, but I was so scared of it because I don't want to fucking ruin thirteen hundred dollars. A lot of money for me. God, my dick just got soft thinking about it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So mine uh, was May two thousand nine. Damn, you beat uh, us. <laughs> I got uh, Hobbit, uh, Reeds, Poison Reeds, Dual Stage. Uh, I bought the. 70cc Melosi cast iron kit. I bought the Melosi PHBG carburetor kit for Hobbit. That's and I bought <laughs> I bought two uh, rim strips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bought the rim strips. I got too. rim strips. Yeah. <laughs> now I just use duct tape. Dude, the rim funny. strips were fucking lit, dude. No one does with their rim strip anymore. <laughs> There were literally these like little rubber inserts you put in with your tires that gave you like this little like colored thing around the rim, right? No, rim strips are no, for these were spokes. Just, like, oh, they got the rim strip on the inside. Yeah, they keep no. your spokes from poking through your tires. I got that, that colored like rim strip oh, yeah. for the tire, dude. I was like, oh, these, yeah, yeah, these are cool as shit. <laughs> That's next level. You wanted to make sure you look good while you were broke down. My first bike looked, <laughs> dude, my first bike looked so good. I painted it. I did all this stuff. And it didn't run worth shit. Because I didn't know how to set timing. I was fucking mopeding by myself, dude. I remember when I taught yeah. Jason how to set timing officially. Yeah, it was like probably a year after I destroyed like thousands of dollars in a motor game. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there watching him. He, he was at the, uh, the shred shed on Lee Street like fucking with his bike. And I'm just like... I never really fuck with Jason because I was like, this guy knows what he's doing. And like, I'm not getting in his business, you know? Like, I don't want to be the guy of like, oh, you know, try to give a theory to somebody who already knows everything, you know? So I, you know, just kind of steer clear and mind my own business. And then he's like, fucking with his time. And I'm like, man, I'm pretty good at timing, man. Let me take a look at what you're doing. He's got his like micrometer out and his HPI, like, you know, resetting it. And he puts it back together, fires it up, runs like shit. I'm like, what are you doing, man? He was setting it at. <laughs> An inch, dude. Yeah, it was supposed to be 0.2, but he was setting that he thought each individual like one 1. was 100. And I was doing like one inch and a half. Yeah, before top dead center. He's basically setting like, 180 number, out. I was like, the number of this thing says one. I see it right there. Yeah, one is one millimeter, two is two millimeter. Like, no, that's not it, man. That's like, that's each, every time you see one, that's 10 millimeters. Yeah. Super fail. <laughs> it went right. Well, you know, everybody's kind of been there. Yeah, we've all been there. But, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, somebody not minding their own business for 10 seconds to to help yeah. out. He could have yeah. told me to fuck off, mind my own business, and I no. still... He, he helped me out. The but I still would have told him. Yeah, the bike ripped down the fucking street. I felt good. And then I seized it. Because <laughs> uh, that was, like, that's probably my most embarrassing uh, moped fail is a soft seizing a bit a lot kit like minutes after putting it on Ooh. oh god i, I did, did you put the piston on upside down no, no, piston was on right timing was right all the parts were legit clutches everything was cool and i was like it was getting late it was nighttime where fucking you know you got the group shop and you're all distracted you're like everyone's talking mm-hmm. and you're doing shit together and you're you've already um, reset the time in 15 times you're kind of over it already anyway dude, but it runs now so you gotta go rip yeah, it yeah dude i'm pumped i'm pumped i'm pumped and i put the carb on and i didn't tighten the carburetor down so i'm ripping down the street Damn. the carb falls off instant <laughs> walk of shame back to the shop like 
just like destroyed. I've got it, it fired right back up. It started, but it was just like you could tell not the same. It was it wasn't yeah. the same juice, you know. I mean, I've got that that Moby Kane that was Kevin Kelly's sitting mm. in the shop. I don't fuck with it because I'm kind of scared to waste a ton of money on it. God, the rabbit hole of the Moby. Yeah, Kane. it's a whole new rabbit hole. What's your deepest yeah. rabbit hole, Alex? Uh, I don't, what do you mean? Like exactly. moped wise, like what what bike did you dump the most money into? Oh shit! I have a lot of broken motels that have like well over a thousand dollars. Bunch of sad ass bikes hanging out in the shop. Doesn't that suck? Uh, That's a really bad feeling. I have like when you have like a bunch of sweet bikes and none of them are running, and you dude, know they each need like they they each have thousands of like a lot of money in them. But they all yeah. need like a couple hundred bucks yeah. to get them all. Yeah, my shit again. is I can pretty much fire up any bike, but they've all got different problems. Yeah, you know, all like, like a couple hundred like, bucks I need in each bike to fix them all, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, and you can't even sell them as is because like you know if it was running it'd be worth like a fair amount of money, but like nobody wants to like pay you like nine hundred dollars for a fucking broken moped, even True. even if it is like fully pimped out. Yeah. So come on, man. But I probably have. Yeah. I mean, think about, oh, crank costs this, kit costs this, pipe, X, Y, Z, yada, yada, yada. You're telling this guy all this shit, and he starts looking at you like you're fucking insane. But it doesn't run. (laughs) No, I I tried to sell a bike uh, the other day for a thousand bucks. And I was like, it's got a plenty kit. It's got uh, the Rito crank, uh, the the treat. Treat metric clutch, you to know. Team Rando, that means nothing, dude. Yeah, but I didn't use yeah. like moped terms. I was just like performance clutch, performance pipe. Yeah, yeah but they're, like, but they're still like the, to them like like to, to Team Rando, dude. It's like running bike is the is the is the end all. Like it could be fast, mm-hmm. it could have a pipe, it could, doesn't matter what's on it. Running, they want it. Like not running, like, yeah. Which is crazy to me because, like, I was when I first got on the mopeds, I was jumping on non-running bikes, and I knew nothing about mopeds. I think we need to put well, more phone mounts. It right, takes the right kind of person to be buying broken mopeds, like if they're if they don't already like know what they're doing, you know? So yeah, because like, we can't sell them cheap, broken even. They don't want them. They don't know how yeah. to fix them. Yeah, yeah, hundred fifty. I don't even like selling like bikes that are that are broken like i'd rather just like put the, a little bit of time into it and have it running and then then sell it even if it's like i'd be like barely making more money i just like feel better about it because like i feel like there's a very high percentage of chance that if i sold like a broken moped to somebody who has never worked on a moped that it'll just stay broken and then they'll like maybe just sell it or whatever else yeah that's the that's the debate though the other side of it is for me it's like i like to sell somebody a broken bike and then encourage them to come over and yeah let me help totally them work true. on it Ooh, the wrench for sure. like, but... yeah just like these people uh these two like newbies that i was gonna sell this maxi to you know their friend was gonna help them rebuild it and i was like yeah i can like you know, help you in any way I can as well. And so, like, I'm I'm all about that. But if it's just like some rando that like you're not really getting a good vibe off of, that they would like be somebody who would like be into uh, the hobby, and they're just like trying to buy a cheap broken moped. Yeah, the dude. So hit, that's that shit. 
Yeah, they like, hit you up. And they say, be... you got anything cheaper? You know, it's like, dude, it's already 500 yeah. bucks. You got anything cheaper? <laughs> like, yeah, I got this Tomos. It's like, you know, basically oh, fuck. Shit. doesn't work. And I paid 250 bucks for it at this point. So you can have it for 300 bucks. They're like, you're crazy. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. It's like, you'd spend more money. They, you'd spend more money fixing a broken bike than you would just buying a, like, a cheap like running bike anyway. Yeah, for sure. I can agree with that. I mean, I've, you know, like, the last Tomos I built, put it together, 500 bucks. I sold it for 600 bucks. So I made $100 profit off the parts and the labor. Not yeah. worth, not really worth it. But Yeah, a lot of times that's the way it goes if you got to, you know, pay up for, like, a non-runner. But I didn't so even pay up for money. it, though. Like, I got the bike cheap, but, you know, like... I, I thought the tires are going to be okay, but then the tires blew out. And, you know, like what mm-hmm. after tires, it's 25 bucks a tire plus eight bucks a tube. And then you got to put them on and, you know, then you take them off. And the cables are fucked. And you're like, fuck, here goes two new cables. You know, yeah. and it just starts, you know, rolling. Oh, there's no grips, no, oh, yeah. no controls, no seat, no nothing. It's funny. Like, Dude, the we... shit adds up so quick yeah. when it's like, oh, I got to do fucking tires and tubes. Fucking cables. Chain, like 16 new, bucks. Yeah. Uh, a, a nut, the little oil seal sprocket <laughs> nut. When I rebuilt it, I was like, Four bucks. fuck it. No, I think they're like... Eight bucks. Yeah, eight, eight or 12 bucks or something, you know? And then a new sprocket, because the sprocket was fucked on it. It's like All those get, seals. Mm-hmm. It's like we get into mopeds because they're cheap, and they're like a cheap hobby to get into. And it's... It is. It's cheaper than cars. It's cheaper than motorcycles. Yeah. But mopeds yeah, will nickel just, and dime you. Like it's cheaper sure. than a good cocaine habit. I don't know, man. Depends <laughs> what kind of cocaine you're buying. I'm talking like a healthy cocaine habit. Oh, but how good's the cocaine? <laughs> I don't know. How good is any cocaine? Nowadays. I'm scared of that yeah. shit. If well, you're like trying to get in fentanyl in it, like, it'll hit. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I feel like it's better. you're better off instead of looking for a cheap project to like buy something that's like a little more expensive and is like kind of running like everybody like they're, they're trying to like get into it for so fucking cheap thinking like oh mopeds are cheap and you know whatever and it's like it's cheap but it could turn into like a lot of money and time like super quickly yeah i feel like if you can sell a guy a bike that's already kind of running you know at least they can ride it to work and back it it's way better than selling a broken ass bike if they can at least ride it it's encouraging, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. They don't want to, you don't want a, a new person to start with the fucking mystery, dude. Yeah, which wire? Yeah, and which I, wire is a kill switch mystery? <laughs> and like people these days are so they have it so easy. They'll like their first moped will be like a fucking fully kitted out pipes fucking you know maxi or whatever. It's like you like bypassing like kind of the rite of passage. To like getting into mopeds, which is like riding a stock ass fucking bike, horns like blowing at you, and slowly <laughs> making it faster. Dude, I put this exactly. pipe going like at five miles an hour. It was sick. <laughs> Dude, and that's like when I was riding my stock Hobbit for fucking years. Like that's why I wanted a Proma pipe so badly, just to like get you know six miles per hour more out of it. Yeah, without taking I, the top end off, without getting yeah. into the motor because when i started i'm like i don't even want to know what's inside of that fucking mm. motor so i'm just gonna try to put a pipe and a carb on it and see what happens 
Yeah, I went like literally years, and I had no idea where the carburetor was on my Hobbit. So it's like so tucked in, and like I just had this fucking magical Hobbit where every spring I would like start it up and it would just run, and then you know in the winter I would keep it indoors. So maybe that was it. And then like when I started like kind of right, and I I mixed it. 25 to 1 oil because that's what the fucking yeah, sticker says. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I seized uh, that fully, completely stock Hobbit like a hundred fucking times. Every time I would go down a steep hill, it would just fucking seize. Probably because there's so much fucking oil. Yeah, I've and heard, it, but it would always just start right back up. I've heard rumors that like too much oil will slow the burn down so much it'll actually run hot. Yeah, totally. That's crazy. I like I I feel like the Hobbit was like really the only moped that wanted you to mix twenty five to one. Like I can't really think of any others. Like you know, all Pooks recommended fifty to one. Yeah, I don't know why. Although do like, you know, everybody also you're supposed to run them with leaded gas back then, which I think was supposed uh, to help yeah, like yeah. lubricate or something. Well, uh, shit, even the old mopeds, you would run like 30 weight instead of two-stroke oil. You wouldn't even run two-stroke oil. you just literally put oil yeah. in the gas. Dude, mm-hmm. I put 30 weight in at one time because I didn't. there was no two-stroke at the gas station. Yeah, it works. <laughs> you know, it's just lubricating a bearing. I did what I had to yeah. do, man. Get where I needed to get. <laughs> I've, uh, I've actually never done that. Have you ever uh, rolled the dice on straight gas? Oh, yeah. I have a couple times, yeah. <laughs> that's like rushing yeah, your with like, your fucking moped, dude. <laughs> just like riding it like eighth throttle going like 12 miles an hour and just trying like, to fucking I just got to make it three more miles. <laughs> have you guys used the mix calculator for your two-stroke before? Like when you didn't know shit about mixing like gas and oil? I just Googled yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but like I, when I started getting going, like I finally got a smartphone. I'm like, Fuck yeah, there's an app for this. You get the, the mixed calculator, so you like you have the pump, you type in exactly how much gas you got and like what your mix ratio is and it spits out this formula of how much oil to add and you get your little I put in the perfect amount of oil every time. Every time. There's actually a cranks branded app for that. I think it's just on uh it's not for iPhones. But uh one of our guys like makes in a spare time like makes uh garbage app. Oh. <laughs> yeah. it's probably fucking terrible but i think it's just like oh like a oil mix ratio like calculator app and it has like a crank logo in the background or something dude, that's funny yeah speaking but- of fucking crank stuff dude fucking what's all those crank pipes are you, are you running one yeah I, I just put one on the pat bike right before uh i went up to do the just a tip and uh they're super fucking nice it's like very similar at least the one that i have uh he, he makes a few different ones now but the one i have is very similar to the uh bk100 okay it gives you like a really good like mid-range i guess and uh I don't know, I feel like the quality, because it's, like, totally handmade at this point, they're, like, a lot better than the current MLM pipes. I think I just um, quit fucking around, dude. I think we're going to, me and Thomas are just shoes. I just need to know how to get it. I, yeah, I don't, like, uh, someone on Instagram. I'll place the order. Too. Like, uh, like where, do we, where do you get the Yeah, I'm ready to place or, the order. I just need to get it, get, figure out uh, how to get it. Just hit up the fucking really big twins, back. dude. 
he's really backed up right now, but there's basically he's just taking orders through. There's a, a thread on the Moped Army buy sell. I think it's probably just called like Cranks Pipes or something. Okay. But he's like working hard trying to get, you know, to the next step to uh, up production. Like he just got a uh, CNC plasma cutter that he like cashed out his 401k to buy so then he can like make more pipes. That's sick. So it's he's like going fucking, yeah, he's going all in on it. I'm a little behind and the think, curve on this, but, the, but back to the oil, yeah. oil, oil on real quick. I was looking up and trying to figure out the Vespa runs, and it always says like 2%. You see a lot of mopeds just say 2% on their caps. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 2% technically is 40 to 1. Okay. Not to, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to get that out before I no, yeah. lost it. For sure. Yeah, the CNC machine is going to be... Yeah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> do you, do you and, hear that uh, stuff where, when I push random buttons? Do you hear that? No, I just heard some kind of static. Oh, weird. Is it it's static? Like, but... Hold on. Let's let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Tell us what you hear. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hear the last track. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's our You got a laugh track now. Yeah, we have this Damn, weird sample pad. Fucking, you guys are stepping up. You got a fucking laugh track. Got <laughs> <laughs> some crickets. You know what I'm <laughs> that's like a joke just completely misses, and you're like, crickets. <laughs> yeah, we, it's like a bunch of preloaded samples that came with the thing that we just got. We're gonna put on our, a bunch of a bunch of our own ones uh, when we get around to it, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, the thing is, I don't have any interns like look this shit up for me and like spit the information out. So I got to get on my phone and try to figure it out real I quick know, as man. fast as I can. We need like a like production assistant, you know, someone that just runs yeah. all the all the, all the computers and searches everything we're talking about. Yeah. So when we need like shoot <laughs> a sample. Yeah. You need a fucking prospect to do all that shit. Oh, Thomas does have a prospect. That dude's like the <laughs> Wizard of Oz, man. He's still waiting on his brain. <laughs> nah, that's not true. I love Jax. Jax is a good dude. He's not nearly as bad as I say he is. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, for those who are wondering, um, the thread for crank, for the crank pipes is uh, in the Moped Army buy-sell trade section. And it's under FS for sale. And it says, Crank Pipes, Pook, Hobbit, V1, $200 shipped. And that's where you pop in to place your order. Hell yeah. He's also currently making uh, Derby Flat Read Pipes as well now. So if you, if you kind of like read through the thread, I think there's some updates in there. And I'm not positive that the price point is the same as... Yeah. It was then. It probably is. Might be a little different. We'll see. Yeah, but I know that there's like there's a waiting list right now because you know he's making them all fucking by hand. Like he's literally taking like a like hand crank, like metal shearing like thing and cutting out each fucking section of the pipe and then like sanding them uh, like smooth and you know TIG welding model. They got a fucking slip roller. To roll the cones yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a, a lot of fucking yeah, time so we just like said so you just message ryan to get the to place an order yeah or? just message just message ryan through moped army and uh he doesn't have like a facebook although i feel like he should probably get one if he's gonna continue you know selling yeah he's gonna need, he's gonna need more uh, 
He's going to need more <laughs> social media and some minions. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's working on a website as well. The same dude who made that, <laughs> the Cranks uh, app. oil <laughs> ratio app is uh, like a web developer. And so he's making a website. And so Ryan will actually have a whole program where you can completely design your own pipe, like the length and diameter of every cone. And which I don't think anybody offers currently, and it'll be it'll, you'll pay like a premium for that, but you can like basically design the pipe any way you want for your specific setup. I want to copy some gnarly is... looking scooter pipes, dude. I want a dick, yeah. dick shaped pipe. Can you do that? Nah. <laughs> Probably weld like some dicks on it. Yeah, just weld dicks on it left and right. Yeah, like... How funny would that be, dude? You just had a pipe, you just had a bunch of dicks welding on it. Why hasn't anybody done that yet? I do it to people all the time. Yeah, I do it to people all the time. When they come in my shop, I will a dick on their pipe constantly. Have you seen that oh, thing where the guy had, so um, had a dildos like, on his throat as grips? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've done at, the, uh, at a casseroler's rally like five or six years ago, somebody stuck a little like rubber dick like I think it was supposed to go on the end of like a pencil or something like that. They stuck it onto my uh, little lever for my pet cock, and I, it's still on there to this day. That's it. Yeah, and more dicks in the podcast. But dude, like like pig welding a tiny little dick onto a pipe or a gas tank—that's like next level. That could be the Crank's so. Pipe brand, dude. The logo. Yeah, uh, Brad Brad's uh, circuit pipe because I weld, you know, because he didn't know to weld. So I just like when he wasn't looking, just started welding a big old dick on the side of it. He's got a dick on there. I think there's a dick that's underneath awesome. somebody's seat. Uh, used to be like a... whose seat was it? It might be Ashley's. I think on the underneath <laughs> Ashley's bike. I think there's a huge cock underneath her seat welded on. <laughs> it used to be the funny. It used to be a funny joke, like in the uh, the tattoo scene here, like uh, yeah, when you get dick. Yeah, yeah. like someone like you know deal with the friends and stuff. Sometimes do the randos, but they just like sneak like a penis into the artwork. Like oh yeah, you're getting a skeleton, but like one of the bones happens to be shaped like a penis or something. He's got a little extra curve to it. <laughs> That's like the old uh, fucking Little Mermaid like VHS cover like the sand castles in the background were like totally just fucking big dicks and like the the cover eventually was like you know pulled from the shelves because because of it but sometimes i'll see him like at a thrift store and like oh they're dicks some comedian got off a big joke he's still like laughing to this day like ah disney got their ass (laughs) for sure (laughs) so we're gonna order a pipe to test out what pipe do we order uh, I think there's 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 like a cranks XL pipe or there's just like the regular cranks pipe, and there's like two different mounting options. Like one will sit like lower, and then the other one will be kind of a upswept pipe that probably attaches. I like the upswept. Uh, upswept does look pretty hard. Yeah, I like the upswept because like at a rally you can just kind of gun it and just spray fucking unburnt fuel at people behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Yeah, um, that's my favorite shit. Smoking people out of lights. I run my uh, my gilly kit like stupid fat on oil just so it smokes like a whore. <laughs> that's kind of the worst part. Like when like you're riding in a pack and you've been like, sitting at a stoplight too long and your fucking eyes start to tingle. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> all the two yeah. stroke. <laughs> you start getting like lightheaded. 
Like, yo, guys, we gotta start riding soon, man. This is fucking, this isn't working out. That's the worst. Yeah. Just huffing fucking smoke for like five minutes. Um, yeah, I got a funny thing. Um, what was, or not funny, it's just a question. Um, like, uh, I know like Crinch used to do like the, you guys were doing the weekly rides. What was the one thing you guys were doing with like switching who leads it? Like, it was like, Oh, yeah. So, like, in the winter in uh, Wisconsin, you know, it's pretty fucking miserable up there. And uh, so, like, ride attendance would be very low and, you know, morale would be low, too. Basically, nobody even wanted to ride. It's like, you don't want to fucking ride when it's zero degrees out. So, we would do this, like, guest captain night where so every wednesday because we didn't want to like stop our weekly ride even if or the weekly meetup i should say even if it was like super cold and shitty out so every week we would do a different like a different person would be in charge of like thinking of an activity and then we would all like meet up and then do the activity and it was always just like something fun and most of the time it was something indoors like uh I forget who it was, but they found this, like, slot car, like, racing, like, track at some, like, hobby store. And so we all, like, went there and we're just, like, racing these little slot cars. And that was, like, one of our meetups. Or there's one where we did, like, laser tag. And it was just something to, like, continue meeting up but not necessarily have to ride in the fucking freezing cold. Even though sometimes, like, a guest captain would be like, yeah, we're fucking riding. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah, this shit was fun. Yeah, uh, something, you know, something that you might not otherwise do. Yeah, yeah. I know, like, we, I actually seen, like, a pretty cool, like, slot car place here that I've been, like, thinking about taking people to. It's like a father-son, like, hobby, like, club with a bunch of old dudes there and, like, yeah, it's like I remember like a little slot cars from when I was a kid, but these ones are like bigger, like probably the size of my fucking cell phone or something. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. This sweet. place had like both sizes. They had like the tiny little like almost like a matchbook car size ones, and then they had ones that were like you know the size of a iPhone or something. Uh, Daryl like got super into it and bought some like because you could like buy cars and then race them there too. He bought some like. God, I don't even know what it was. Uh, like a 80s, like, hearse. Like a Cadillac hearse. Like, slot car. So pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I sent uh, Ryan a PM. So we'll see. Okay. He gets back to me. On MA. Little P message. Little P message little on the moped. On the army. Little P in the message. You know, little PP. <laughs> little, little weenie. Little weenie dick message. <laughs> uh, so. Dude, Alex, we've been uh, we did about two hours, so I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. Yeah. All right. Cool. Shit. You got any uh, questions you yeah. want to ask us before we fucking end it? Uh, oh, on the spot. He's on the spot. Check it out. Am, <laughs> I, am, I, gonna, am I gonna see you guys at? Oh, no, nah, man. Uh, Baltimore is doing a rally the same weekend. Those guys support us hard what? as fuck. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They, they, they were kind of bummed about it. They were like, they said when they saw the Swoops date announced that they had already put deposits down and they, they couldn't change their date. So they were they were a little upset about it. But I don't know. It is what it is. Like, it sucks that we can't come down to Atlanta. Yeah. I definitely want to 
to hang out with the swoops again. It's not that know. we can't. It's we just... can't, but Baltimore's so fucking close, dude. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> it's sure. Like a spit away, man. What, yeah, like and those boys show hours? up to a lot of the Richmond stuff, and oh, like it's yeah. it's you know for they, us it's a big thing. They show a little extra support to those yeah, guys. They come down here yeah. just to hang out, like random, you know. So you know we want to oh, yeah. show them some love. Is that uh who's up there? Like Chris Shad. Chris is still in Baltimore, and he's like, you know, okay. the black black dude we got up there. Maddie yeah, Bowe, he, he was on here. I, I heard that. I listened to that uh, podcast episode with him. Yeah, Chris is cool, man. Like, I love that dude, man. Um, like, if you get a chance, watch a their while. watch the uh, the Maddie Bowe's rally video they've got. It's pretty fucking good. I still haven't seen their video yet. It's good. Yeah, well yeah, worth I'll, it. I'll check it out. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> All right, Alex, dude. Thanks, thanks for kicking for... it with us, man. You're, you know, you're definitely one of the homies. Like, we love seeing you at all the rallies all over the country. Like, I've seen you everywhere. So, you know. Yeah, thanks. It's good thanks time, for having man. me. For yeah, sure. thanks for being such a good, uh, uh, being so patient for me interrupting the shit out of everything constantly. <laughs> oh no. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully, I had a decent episode with y'all. I was oh, like worried, so. like. Am I gonna be like just boring as hell the whole time? Like, uh, oh, man. like I said, we don't like really plan shit out. There's no script. We just kind of yeah. hang out, you know, kick it. For sure. um, I'm just sitting here drinking beers, eating snacks, <laughs> trolling the phone, fucking yeah, vaping, same. and goofing off, doing yeah, nothing. So. That's chill, dude. Yeah. Um, where can everyone find you on the internet? And uh, you want to hype up your uh, your thrift shop and stuff too? Go for it. Yeah, totally. So I have a like vintage Etsy store. The store name is Get Blast vintage um i have a instagram for that store under the same name uh my personal instagram is just get blast like get underscore blast and that's like moped shit but um then i have an ebay store that would be under the same thing get blast vintage um if you want to read I, i kept a blog for the during the tat so if you want to like read up about that, it was just like a Tumblr page, which was I think the same like get getblast.tumblr.com. Uh, if you're like looking for some something to read over, you know, a 20 minute thing, and uh, want to read about a moped sure trip where super everybody's too, dude. <laughs> and it just makes it sound like it was the most miserable thing ever. Cause, like every day, like the the things that stuck out. Cause like I would write the like every day's uh, like post in the evening after we got to where we were camping, and like all I would really remember would be like all the shit that went wrong. Nothing that you so, like, every day saw and enjoyed. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was a, it was a nice ride. It's pretty scenic. Like this broke, this broke, this broke. Like everybody hates their lives i'm just like like that every day but Welcome so it makes it sound like bed. pretty miserable but it was, it was pretty tight i'd like oh, to yeah. do it again um i know fucking but, bz and a couple of guys are getting ready to hit hit the tat but they're doing like dual sports yeah there's a talk of uh of another off-road moped trip yeah uh, i think marv is marv is planning it and you know like willie and uh, rick and sean so basically everybody from the tat trip will be involved and so i'm still considering it i'd definitely like to do it so i don't know if i should like say anything about it or whatever but yeah there's another tat style uh 
I guess, like, trip uh, being planned out right now. So hopefully it all kind of comes to fruition. Hopefully this time you guys get some fucking film crew or something, man. Like, like so, much, sure. so much cool shit goes down to mopeds and no one's really, like, documenting the stuff. Like, and there's, yeah. It's cool. The shitty thing is, I had a GoPro and uh, it like shit the bed like the first day. Damn. Uh, for the TAT. And so, that's, yeah. Is that the norm little for little GoPros? Footage. Am I expecting too much? <laughs> no, man. My well, this was like, a, this was like the original it. GoPro. It was like a GoPro 1 or whatever from fucking, you know, five years ago. So, I think they're a lot better now. Yeah. Dude, the stabilization on the new ones, insane. Mm hmm. Hyper smooth. Oh, you can talk about all you want. I just can't experience it because mine's, just not showing mine's up. still in the mail oh. for a month. <laughs> yeah, it should be. A, you need a, you need a cry track. I don't know what else got where, where, Where's your? Oh, we got that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. That's some bullshit. Okay, I got too many buttons over here, dude. Alex, thanks um, again, man. It's been awesome. Yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. We're gonna get out. Um, I'll hit you up, man. I'll see you around. Like, I'm sure we'll see you at a rally or something soon. Yeah, for sure. Coming to a rally near you. <laughs> yeah, take it uh, easy, guys. Later, bro. Yeah, bye. Cool. Well, that was fun, man. I went down. Um, episode's fucking long. As always, that kind of happens. I was like, before we started, I was like, man, let's like, keep it short tonight. I've been digging holes all weekend I'm fucking beat yeah but when it's a good one it's a good one yeah we're just kicking it man it's fun and it's easy and it's not work or anything we're just like hanging out with buddies talking about mopeds man um let's hit let's hit one voicemail let's see what we got going on do you only have one I have four let's see do you just want to yeah let's let's see how it goes we might might have to clean shop real quick Three are from Maddie Bo. That's funny. <laughs> All right, here we go. Move it, really. Move it, really. Is it going to work? Is your Bluetooth still on? Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on, man. Where's your crickets button? There it is. We're still connected to the Bluetooth. All right, maybe we're not doing a voicemail tonight. We'll catch it all next week. I'll give it one more shot, man. See what uh, what happens here. Hey, Moped Money Podcast. It's Matty Bowe from Graveyard Shifters Motor Club. Uh, heard you guys are having the Wizards on tonight. Wanted to check in about that uh, for the hot pressing questions of the minute. Wanted to know why Logan felt it necessary to drop the F-bomb at my wedding in front of my dying grandparents. Just, you know, fun fact. Question. Just want to figure out, you know, get to the bottom of it. Laters. Okay, that's funny. I wish I played that last week so we could have asked them. Yeah? <laughs> Sorry. Maybe we should listen to voicemails before we do the episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So we know what's going on. Well, yeah, why are we doing this wrong? How, how many episodes now? Five, maybe? I can't remember how long we've been doing the voicemail thing. Maybe six or seven or something, eight, yeah. something, a little bit. Let's see what else we got here. Because hey, what? Moped Monday podcast. It's Mark from the Graveyard Shift, just motor flow. Uh, I just wanted to ask Logan. We had two porta potties at our rally last year, and you pooped in the woods. 
the hell, bro? I love you. You got it. Dude, this is really fucking dude. Alright, there's one more for Maddie. Let, let, let's hope it's about the same person. Hey, uh, you guys don't have to answer this, but uh, I just dropped my first moped today, and it was pretty cool. Like, it didn't hurt that much. But also, I'd like to ask uh, Logan from the Wizards, why the fuck you shit in our woods last year, man? Why did you shit in the woods, man? Like, like we had porta pots, bro, and you shit in the fucking woods. They were like bougie ass porta pots. They had sinks, and you could have washed your hands afterwards. But no, you shit in the woods. Uh, so I'm just trying to figure out why you shit in the woods, bro. Love you, but don't shit in the woods. PSA: Don't shit in the woods. All right. Okay. So with any luck, by the way. Love you, bro. Okay. Yeah, love you too. With any luck, we'll get a rebuttal. Ooh, Logan replies via Logan voicemail. Logan replies via voicemail. So if you're out there in the world, that'd be sick. Somebody tap Logan's shoulder. <laughs> Dude, I think I would not want to poop in a porta potty at a rally. I'd rather poop in the woods and lean against a tree. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know. It depends what kind of poop it is. I mean, you could poop in the sink. Don't be a stink pooper, dude. Because you gotta like use your hands and stuff to mush it and wash it down. You know, it gets it's come to the whole ordeal. All right, yeah, you're going too far. It's the whole you, thing. You don't wash it down. The whole purpose is you shit in the sink. All right, this one left. Let's see if this thing actually works. That was the one that didn't work earlier. Yo, what's up, Moped Monday Podcast? This is Dylan St. John from Atlanta. Been loving listening to you guys. Thanks for everything that you're doing. Keep up the good work. Uh I have been putting together a Carabella Carrera, which has been busting my balls. It's so difficult. Everything is rusted off, and I'm just slowly replacing everything on the bike. But it seems to have an original Minarelli V1, an actual one, actual one, not like a knockoff Mexican one. And my question for you is kind of twofold. One, what kind of carb do you guys recommend and how do you size it? Like 18, 19, 22, 24. And what kind of kit? And and my question around the kit too goes like this. So what kind of reputations do the different kits have? It seems that like Polini's might be good for torque. Gila's might be monster dick rippers that are crazy, but you got to port them right. And you got to figure it out. I don't know if there's enough backstory on this. I mean, what do you guys think? Let me know. And also tell me what kit to get for my Minerali V1. And I'll send you some pics once I finally get it up and running. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So is he actually running a V1 on a Carabella, or is he running a Carabella bike with a Carabella motor? That part doesn't matter. Because they look the same, so the transfers are way fucking different. Not really. Dude, they're way different. But that still doesn't matter. The point... Is you can't just buy a V1 kit and throw it on a Carabella. It doesn't sure work. You can. No, you can't. Sure you can. 100%. Believe me. Yeah? Like 100% you can. The, the thing is this. If you have a V1, just buy the fucking Polini kit. No other kit matters. There's no other argument. It's cast iron. It fucking rips. Everyone buys it. There's tons and tons and tons of like threads for it. And it's super forgiving. And it rips. Over the BRN. 
fuck a BRN. If I have a V1, it's getting a Polini kit. It's 80cc, 79. Yeah, because I had the 80 BRN on mine. It was, it was technically a 90, but whatever. Trash. Polini kit all day. Ask any hot and ready because they got them all. Um, and then carburetor is just your dealer's fucking choice, dude. What do you want to run? Like 15 bang, man. I suggest 15 bang. <laughs> the, the smaller the carb, the less gas you use, the slower you go. Um, yeah, that's not necessarily true because Ashley's got yeah, the PHPG 19 yeah. and her shit's real fuel efficient. I love a 19. Yeah, I think, I think that's like the pinnacle of where you want to be on most nine, things. 19's tunable. Mm-hmm. It, it does it's everything good on you gas. do. Makes it's not good noises. Shit, gas. Like 19 PHPG, 21 PHPG. I had them both. I got the exact same speed out of both cars with the exact same setup. Yep. TM24. Got the exact same speed. I almost willing to bet you almost get better low end with a 19. Maybe. I don't know. I, I have to, like, we'd have to really just take the same setup and test it. And, like, back to back. Which we're to not going to do. Which we're not going to do. Yeah. We could, and we could no, film it. We're not going to do that it. content for you and put it on the internet, but we're not going to do that. Someone else can do it. And the only reason I'm saying we're not going to do it, because then we I might actually do it. I know we're not going to do it. That's <laughs> we're not going to do it. Yeah, but, dude, that's the thing, dude. Like, the carb size is dealer's fucking choice, man. You're, you're fucking buying. I'm flying. We ought to take that pook you got with that stupid fucking 45-millimeter carburetor, whatever it is on there, and then just put a big 15 and, like, just clock it. Yeah. The, the de-restricted fucking 21. <laughs> or 19. Yeah. 19. Yeah, just swap carbs. Just, like, put a stock carb on it. See if it's, like, you know, basically stock. A 15, you know. Yeah. It'd probably go the same speed. Yeah, it probably won't make any difference. I just like it because it's tunable, like, and I, it was free. I already had the car playing in a box. Maybe, it'll, maybe if we do that, it'll make this moped podcast go by faster, so people can hang up. Well, and we'll do cool tech. You know, we'll we'll do one day. We'll we're do not going to do it for you, but we're probably not going to do Never it. Never mind. All right, that's I'm going the, home. Hey, it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, we did it. All right, guys. I'm fuck, hanging on my headphones. Yeah, fuck your car. Ride a moped. Um, Catch us another week, and maybe we'll do something else for you. Um, Alexa, tell me a joke to end the podcast. Did you hear about the pink stegosaurus? It stuck out like a dinosaur thumb. She killed it. That was that was a great joke. Oh man, perfect. She's a regular Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Fucking car, round my bed. <laughs>